Not the okay. one. Not the one, but we got it. We did it. We did it. All hey! Right. We're here, everyone, for the second time. God. Trying to figure out what's going I'm on on today's uh, podcast episode recording. As you all can mm-hmm. see, uh, well, the viewers can see, but the listeners can't. Um, Chris and Corey are not here. Um, as mentioned, uh, Chris is still, Chris had a baby. He's still out. Um, I mean, it's wild, right? A baby. The baby. I don't <laughs> even baby. know what that is. I still have not seen that Metroid cartoon, but that's all that I've seen in the I, Discord. The baby. I don't even. I don't even think it's part of the cartoon. I think it's more in the sense of the. Uh, Jesus, why am I so bright? The. Uh, uh, isn't it uh, other Metroid M for this Wii? I think that's where it comes from. Oh, oh, maybe. So, so, oh, the, so the yeah, the original, the the original part of it is because in that game they keep mentioning uh, the Metroid as the baby. They're like the baby, the baby, the baby, and then they did a uh-huh. uh, uh, terminal montage, I believe, is the one that does his little speed run cartoons on YouTube. Okay, and then he, there's a specific scene where he just takes that. And he's like the baby, and that's where. <laughs> okay. he, yeah, it's that in the internet, that's folks. Fine. Yeah, the internet. Yeah, folks, yeah. Gives everybody a platform, including folks like us. So here we are. Here we are. Yep, so welcome and we're sorry. Yeah, welcome on in, everybody. Uh, Scotty, how are you doing today? How's the weekend been? Uh, it's been good. Uh, it's been busy, um, but not exhausting. So that's that's something good because work still is kicking my butt, and it will be for a while. But you know, we got to actually do things we wanted to rather than pretending to be social when we don't want to this weekend. So, there you go. Something. For sure. There you go. That makes sense. I, I get it. I've been the same way too with the with the job. Um, it's We're getting into the whole uh, prime time for our season, I guess basically you can call it. Uh, because this is, this is where everybody's buying and this is where everybody's returning and stuff like that. So and we'll get a lot more mm-hmm. into that uh, as we hit into our weeks. But... Uh, Let's talk about our icebreaker this week, um, which is uh, Streamlabs being accused of plagiarism and unethical business practices. Um, how much? How much are you aware of this, or what do you know? What's going on with this? Uh, I just know that people were complaining about a lot of stuff, and OBS came out and just basically said, "This is Slob's fault because they're copying our shit, so they're the ones that are fucking up." Which also makes sense, and in terms of uh, reliable programs, because Slobs is a lot more user-friendly. Streamlabs OBS is a lot more user-friendly, but man, is it a resource hog compared to OBS. And yeah, I don't know what else. I haven't, I've I've been so out of Slobs anymore that I'm not exactly sure what they're talking about, but I saw all of this going down and, and how people are hating on them. And it, 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 me, it speaks a lot when a company says another company fucked up rather than trying to be diplomatic and trying to be, you know, save someone else's face and benefit of the doubt and all that's just thrown out the window when they're just finally like, they fucked it up. Don't look at us. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting. There's like, there's two, there's two points of view that I see that's going on here, but uh, it's interesting to me how a lot of people apparently didn't know that they were two separate things. Yeah. Yeah, like I, because I, I've, I've been in this like early on, and I remember when I started Slobs, uh, I used to call it, yeah, it was Extreme Labs OBS, and I was very well aware that there were two separate things. So when people were just like, mm-hmm. "What? What do you mean it's not the same thing?" I'm like, "How did you not know?" But yeah. 
I, I, you know, people were talking about like you know how like, and I'm showing you the, the the picture here, where it shows like how basically they just copied and pasted the whole thing, from the outlays and even the customer comment reviews are the exact same thing. Like they didn't take anything. Um, so on slobs, I'll kind of like be like, yo, dude, y'all did mess up on that. Like, I don't know how the hell. Oh, it doesn't let me zoom in. Let's go. Um, gotta love it. But it, it, the other thing that tripped me out too, was just like how people were just so quick to jump. Well, I'm not going to use slobs anymore. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to go ahead and move on everything to OBS. And then you get the flow of like, I don't know how to use OBS. It's too complicated. It, <laughs> It looks identical, people. Yeah, it, it, well, not only that, but it's just like, I was telling folks, I was just like, uh, this isn't our war? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is their beef? This, yeah, this is another, um, uh, who was it that was fighting? Like, Mac was fighting against somebody or something else. It was like, I don't have a dog in this fight because I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's been very interesting. I thought it was crazy how, like, people were just, like, uh, all up in an uproar. And like, I get it. I understand it's an ethical thing, I guess. It's what it really comes down to. It's, uh, you know, standard and practices. And you don't want to, like, work or be associated with anything that is basically that cheap where they can copy and paste and pretend like it's their own. Um, you know, uh, Streamlabs has uh, given an update, too. They have made a formal statement on Twitter pledging to change the name of its product. Uh, and I quote, we are taking immediate action to remove OBS from our name, uh, reads the comment. Streamlabs OBS is built on top of the OBS open source platform. Streamlabs OBS is also open source and our code is publicly available. We take responsibility for our actions that will support the community, which even got more backlash because people were just like, well, you're just saying this because you got caught. Well, what do you want them to say, oh, folks? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. at this point it's like what do you want them to say like i i i'll be the first one to tell people like i i, I don't use Streamlabs. i stopped using Streamlabs a long time ago i'm not trying to come in like a high horse or anything like that because i keep telling people if you still want to use Streamlabs, go ahead and use Streamlabs. no one's gonna tell you otherwise no one's gonna be like no don't you don't use it you know do whatever is mm -hmm. comfortable for you and your stream um but the only thing i use is chatbot and that's like an extension of Streamlabs, and I'm I'm okay with that. So to anybody's out there, as far as like Eddie Fuerte is concerned, do what makes you happy. Keep having fun. Yeah, do whatever which one works for you. But you know, obviously somebody got lazy and just copy and pasted crap. But it's uh, yeah, yeah, and I that mean, and that's internally that's internally on on them on slobs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not um. I don't know. It's not, well, we don't know yet, but I doubt it will affect the functionality of the program by them changing the name, so. Well, the thing, yeah, I don't think it's going to change the, the the functionality or anything like that. I think people were just more hyped up or more involved in this whole thing because of, I I think, like, Twitch right, right after had announced some kind of partnership with, uh, like, really? Slavs. <clears throat> yeah, like, yeah, like, uh, hmm. Let me see if I could find it right now uh, very briefly and quickly. But like, yeah, people started talking about that because they're just like uh, Twitch was basically like we've partnered up with Streamlabs like blah, 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 to bring you a like more integral thing. And I want to say it's like one of those things where like if you're going to go on Twitch um, and you know how like uh, 
they have they offer like those uh premium overlays and like backgrounds and stuff oh, like yeah. from like all those other i can't remember the sites i used to use them all the time and now i can't use them so i guess now twitch and slobs are like basically providing these services through with a mutual business plan so mm-hmm. it's like oh slobs gets caught or like for plagiarism and stuff like that people are talking shit and like like the next day twitch is like hey gang look at our new buddy and it's just like uh mm, boy somebody timed <laughs> that and didn't look at what else is going on yeah somebody like what is happening there uh yeah. let's see you know what i just realized too and that's fucking crazy uh so uh, uh going off of what we're talking about right now uh, Corey and I, when we were setting up uh, this whole thing uh, for the stream today, uh, yeah. he realized that I can do up to 10,000 kilobits per second on the stream. Okay. That's how fast my internet speed is that I have here at home. I saw mm-hmm. my thing flash red right now, and I'm like, why the hell is it flashing red? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's because I set it up for 10,000 kilobits per second, and I forgot oh. to tone it down. <laughs> so this is the best fucking way the podcast has ever been so it's yeah it's a it's there i don't know how if there's any like latency or anything like that uh uh but yeah it's fucking crazy like it's it's working flawlessly right now it's good my laptop is being a fucking powerhouse and i hear it's mm-hmm. about to take off so oh, good. Yep. <laughs> gotta love it but uh yeah um that's what ended up happening with slobs that's what ended up happening with twitch twitch posts like everything something new every day so I can't yeah. go. I can't go back and find what's going on here, and oh, right. but yeah. Once again, folks, do do whatever makes it happy for you. Do whatever uh, is easy for you, and remember above all else, just keep having fun. That's what it's about. It's just like I think what it comes down to is seriously, who may okay? If your world's moving too fast for you to be the Twitter PR, you need at least one person to proofread your fucking post. How yeah. hard is this, people? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Arrogance, right? Uh, Maybe. Cause that, yeah, because that could lead into the whole thing that we were talking about earlier, too. It's just like how uh, when we we're trying to pick the news for today. It's just like, do we really want to talk about these games that just keep, you know, having rough releases? It's like, it oh, just, yeah. it just mm-hmm. seems like we're at a point where a lot of people aren't caring or if they do have that job, they don't want to do their job. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. it's just it's just yeah. so wild. It's just so it's it's so crazy because like you said, like yeah, somebody as simple as that should have had like a, a point where they're like, hey, uh, is this is this good? Is this accurate? Do mm-hmm. are we good to go? And dot your t's and cross your eyes. They're like somebody said, yeah, let's go to lunch. And then, yeah, uh, it, it's. Uh, maybe not an extension of this, but, you know, we complain about crap like this not being professional. And then we watch these uh, announcements and these expos and everything where people are in, like, T-shirts with band logos and stuff anymore. Nobody's wearing a full suit and tie to discuss anything that we're complaining about at the same time, you know. I'm, I'm just saying, like, the world is so fucking casual about everything anymore that this is also what it comes down to is like whoops we put our logo in there and it kind of looks as it like remember this this is almost as bad as uh the okami box art on the wii had the ign watermark on it remember that crap no what oh sir you were probably 
I know I was working there when it happened. You were probably maybe working at GameStop then when that happened. But like, if you find the first uh, release of the Yokami um, <clears throat> art on the Wii, yeah. that re-release, the bottom right, I think it is, has the IGN logo. No straight shit. Up. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I'm trying to find the images right here. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, right. Like, he's like barking at it. <laughs> oh, is he? I for, I have, it's been a while since I've seen it. It's oh, like, are you showing it, it now? Yeah, I'm showing it now. Yeah. All right, it'll catch up in a second. Um, yeah, but it's just like, just proofread your crap that's going to go into the public eye, dude. <laughs> I, I love this Engadget title. Uh-oh, Kami. Uh-oh, Kami. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Capcom botches a Kami Wii box. Why does it happen to, happen to be Capcom all the time? Didn't Capcom have the Resident Evil revelations misspelling on the DS as well? Yeah, I have that thing behind <laughs> me, Revelatons. Yeah. yeah, see, so it's it's so crazy. I mean, I can, I see it, like uh, it's like yeah, the yeah. watermark, like right there. That's insane. That's so wild. And then I could also argue, like, fuck you, IGN, for thinking you have to watermark assets that you got from Capcom, Capcom at the same time. I <laughs> right? Hate, yeah, I hate that shit, but. Hey, whatever. Anyway, what we're saying, people, is uh, use what works for you. Uh, somebody copied something. Um, so long as the program works and they're not, I don't know, selling drugs to you. That's that. As long as they're not doing that right now. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing, the thing it's is. It's another. Is, yeah. The thing is, it's like, I feel like we've always, we, the, the, I don't know what, what, the, what the term is, right? But like common folk, I guess we should call ourselves. It's like we're so fast. Civilians. To be like, civilians. Yeah. Common folk. Uh, we're so like ready to be like, fuck the man, like screw corporations and stuff like that. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it's just like, like, I, I know I brought it up all, all along too, where like people, you know, talk about Twitch and everything that's wrong with it, but yet they still use it as a platform to do their thing. Yeah. And it's right. just kind of like, you can't bite the hand that feeds type of type of deal. But mm-hmm. yeah, I just feel like I don't know. There's like, sometimes we don't have to jump into like conversations that really don't involve us. We could just observe and be like, "Oh, well, that sucks," and you know. But people get riled up. I saw, like I said, I think the funniest thing that I had seen was that people were just like immediately switching my stuff from Slavs to OBS, like looking for a new change, and then. No stream tonight. Couldn't figure this shit out. Fuck stream elements or OBS. Nice. And I'm like, yeah, great. Yeah, I was like, so you're no longer having fun. And that's yeah. that's the key thing here, folks. That's the key thing. I'm going to use this other free thing. I'm done with this other free thing. Yeah. So it is what it is. But anyhow, let's go I ahead. We'll survive. And, yeah, I think we'll survive. Let's go ahead and go into our weeks. Um, uh, we, either can one it. of us can start. Yeah, either one of us can start. You can go ahead. I think your cat wants in on this show. Yeah, as you saw that, I heard it too. I can. I hear the jingle, jangle, jingles, jingle, jangle, jingles. I'm gonna have to edit that out or try. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. No, I love it. I love it when she gets. Well, yeah, as I don't long mind as your her. cat's not, as long as your cat's not lo- using slobs, you don't have to edit her out, right? <laughs> Damn you, knives! But uh, yeah, let's get into our. Your cat's and... name is Knives. Yeah, you never knew. Like knives... from Trigon. No knives from uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh. Yeah. Oh, nice okay. Shout. Yeah. All right. Nice also shout. a brilliantly named character. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, uh, oh, you know what? That reminds me. I forgot to put something on here that we can definitely talk about. There you uh, go. But... She she was an adopted kitten. Uh, my mm-hmm. friends actually bought her. Like, she's a full-bred something. 
Uh, I don't know what she is. Like, I think she's a, an orange tabby is what I, I remember from the last one I hear, of hearing from her. And when my friends gave her to me, it was because they had gotten her, like, at seven months old. And, like, full bred certificate type of thing and all that shit. Oh, and then and then my friend's uh my friend's like girlfriend at the time was just like oh i'm pregnant now we can't have a cat what there's like logic out there or people not not logic there's people out there that think that like if you're pregnant you can't have a cat because the cat hair is going to suffocate the baby or like the cat itself is going to suffocate oh, the baby jesus yeah okay. it's this whole thing so they were going to give her away and like when i would go in and hang out with them i was like i would play with the cats so i was like well don't just give her away like i'll take her in like she seems to like me and stuff like that, like blah blah blah. So mm-hmm. they were they brought her in and they were supposed to give me like, like the certificate and everything like that to just kind of like have things going on, um, mm-hmm. to make sure that everything's like legit and accurate. The title, sign the title, over the title yeah. for the cat, <laughs> basically. And then in the end, it's just like I never ended up getting it. So, but her full name, like her full name, is Knives Chow on her birth, like like on her like adoption certificate and stuff like that or whatever. And so right. I was in like her register and all that shit. So I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I tried to change it and she wouldn't have it. Oh. Yeah. I don't mind. Right. I like, I like Scott Pilgrim, but I wasn't a big enough fan to be like, uh-huh. like, oh yeah. Knives Chow is like what I want her name to be. And, and I tried to change it and she would never respond to anything. And then one time oh, I was just like, okay. Like, I, I don't know. The owner wouldn't let you or something. The oh no, 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 no. Her, the cat. The cat uh-huh. herself would not let me change it. Like I would totally like always try to call her something else, and she she would not have it. Yeah. So anyhow. Yeah. Oh well. Anyhow, it, it is. There was um yeah. one of my uh, one of my teachers, not even in high school, earlier than that, but she would we could get her if we didn't feel like doing something. If someone could instigate her enough, she'd tell stories, and she just loved telling stories about her family, and um. Her son, she had a, a son and a daughter. I think the daughter was older, and they got a dog. And the daughter got to name the dog Tucker, and it had its last name, which is their last name, which for the sake of this, we'll just say Smith, um, Mrs. Smith, my English teacher. But the um, the son was really mad that he didn't get to name the dog. So they're like, all right, well, you can pick the, the middle name for the dog. So the dog's full name was Tucker Texas Chainsaw Massacre Smith. <laughs> What? what? So, because he really wanted, he wanted, he wanted his say. He wanted his name to get a name in there. So, holy, that's a hell of a middle name, though. Yeah, that is fucking great. Um, so, anyway, speaking of names and great things and whatever the hell else is going on, uh, what have you been up to, Eddie? What have I been up to? So, I've been on a Goemon trip. Um, exploring... Ninja November's continuing. Yeah, Ninja November is continuing. Well, the thing, the interesting thing about it is, it's like I didn't think how much I was gonna get involved with Goemon. Like it opened, like I always mm-hmm. liked Goemon on the Nintendo sixty four. Then playing yeah. the Super Nintendo one, as I mentioned it last week, uh, like I was like, oh man, this game is hard. So I needed to like refresh the palette and play the the uh, the one on sixty four that I really enjoyed. We're right. currently on Mystical Ninja 2, a.k.a. Goemon's Great Adventure. Um, it's got two different titles for whatever reason, because they wanted it to be a sequel to the original, to the one on the 64, but also it's a different game on its own. It's a different game Wait, on its own. what is this on? Nintendo 64. 
Oh, I didn't know there was more than one mystical ninja on N64. Yeah, not a lot of people do, apparently. And so what it comes down to is just... uh, Let me see if I can pull it up right here, too. What it comes down to I don't remember if... Oh, sorry. Okay, I was going to kill the dead air if you were still bringing something up. No, no, go for it. Go for it. I don't remember if I said this before or not, but I remember when I played Mystical Ninja, the N64 version was my first exposure to it. And then later on, eventually, I did play through the eShop on the Wii, um, the Super, the SNES version. But when I first played Mystical Ninja on the N64, I felt better about that world, and it felt more alive than Mario 64. So mm-hmm. I know Mario 64 is great, but I feel like the world of Mystical Ninja resonated more with me. Like I felt like I was in Japan and stuff. But Mario 64 was like, ah, this is a platformer. Not saying one's better than the other, but just that that world really um, hit me harder than the Mario 64 world, if that makes sense. No, 100%. I, I get what, what you're saying. And uh, this is the one I'm showing it on screen right now. You'll probably see it come up in a, in a few. Um, the, it was the same thing for me. My exposure to it first was on Nintendo 64. And um i fell in love with it like it's crazy mm-hmm. to think that even that game came out before ocarina of time and it had a hook shot mechanic oh, to it too okay which a lot of people wow. were just like what and i think that's what's so great about it is that it's unapologetically japanese like oh yes. it, it just like really dives into the culture this is supposed to be 720 and it looks like crap i don't know why that's all right <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's 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 supposed to be a sequel to it. Uh, but the gameplay oh, it's is complete. two player. What it's, the fuck? It's co op. Yeah, it's co op. Wow. So 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 like you said, I don't super- I don't think Rachel would have the patience to play this with me. But I yeah. kind of want to play this now. <laughs> so so the thing about it is, it says like you know you said the Super Nintendo one. Like you're like oh you I I was exposed to the sixty four one as well, and then we went back to the Super Nintendo, and the Super Nintendo one. Um, this is more like that one. This is more like the okay. Super Nintendo. It's a 2D side-scrolling platformer. It's co-op. It's got a silly story. Oh. And the great thing about it, honestly, it just has good, good music in it. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, let me like, let me go ahead and go into it. Uh, when I first started playing it, I hated it. I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. this is not like the 64 one. Like, this is not like the, you know, the original like 3D adventure that I was having fun. Weird that they would do that. But that's the thing with Goemon. It's like Goemon just seems, tends to switch it up. It's like they have over 40 mm-hmm. games. They have over 40 games in the series. And like each Holy one, crap. and they like to switch it up. There's a traditional 2D platformer that they have that they, they kind of go with. But yeah. it, it still has the open world exploration. As you can see, like we're helping out Mania right now. Uh, get his uh, DJ on by finding his headphones, vinyl. And like, uh, I, well, I forgot the other microphone was. I think it's. Uh, item was i think is a microphone um so you can go around these little towns and get like all these little side quests and talk to people but it's all in a 2d 2.5 platform whoa i'm never gonna play this in real life i just checked the prices on it oh there's Uh, ways scotty there's ways yeah i know well (laughs) which will lead us into our eventual news here but what uh take a take a stab what do you think this game is loose Loose cartridge. Uh, cartridge. I'm gonna say around four hundred bucks. Uh, no, loose is one twenty five. Complete's oh. almost four hundred, though. Okay, okay, not so bad. Oh, I totally recognize this cover too. Hmm. I guess I just ignored it. So yeah, somewhere along the way, uh, I don't know exactly what is that happened. That they were just like, 
you know, they were just like, oh, fucking in in Europe and Japan, it's going to be Mystical Ninja 2, Ganva, uh, right. Goemon's Great Adventure. And then in the States, they were just like, this is just Goemon's Great Adventure. We're dropping the yeah. Mystical Ninja 2. Come the fuck on. One of my favorite games, the game, that, the shmup that got me into shmups was, um, it's crazy how you remember this stuff happens too, because I, I literally remember I, um, my, uh, well, I, I guess I'll go into a little bit of background. My, my parents separated when I was young and it was, uh, I had the Saturn, but I was always, uh, I was a nerd. So I would bring the consoles over to my dad's when I was there for the weekend. And, um, one weekend I remember I was at my dad's and I had a friend over and I just gotten the Saturn and did not have a second controller, but without thinking, like we rented a game for me and my buddy to play, but we realized it was two player and we're like, Oh, I don't have another controller. Oh no, this was what it was. We're like, let's rent this game. I'm having a friend over. We're at blockbuster. Oh, we need another controller. Blockbuster sells controllers. So I got a crappy, like mad cats thing. Nice. Um, so, but that game in America is called Galactic Attack, and it's so good. It's a shmup that actually, um, as you do better, the enemies get harder, and as you do worse, it throws like oh, less enemies at you, which I didn't okay. learn until recently with this game, but that's why I think it's a great starting shmup. Um, in Japan, it was first called Layer Section, and then its sequel is called Ray Force, and then in America... The sequel is only on a Taito collection on PS2, and it's called Layer Section on or Layer Section Two on there. So you wouldn't even know it's the sequel to Galactic Attack on the Saturn <laughs> oh, yeah, because it has wild. three names for the same game. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. Back I don't. In, yeah, back I don't in the know. day, folks. Back, it's back in the day, and uh, not only the name changes, but like the cover arts and stuff like that. I think we've talked about that here yeah. before too. How it's like, uh, especially in. Uh, America or the Westernized, it's just like they just butcher some of the cover arts that are just so classic. And I don't know, yeah, who knows what they were thinking. But I'm glad that there's some kind of uniform to it now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, aside from that, aside from the Ganbare Goemon stuff, because like I said, it's just it's I I, I love it. When we started playing Goemon's Great Adventure, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this one. Then we got to the final boss. We got to the boss on the first stage, and I was like, "Man, this is really ramped up and picked up." And now we're at the final boss, and I'm like, "Fuck this game again." And I think that's what it comes down to. It's like the Super Nintendo one broke me, and then this one mm-hmm. is breaking me again. But Mystical Ninja, the the original one on the sixty four, is just so charming. Like it's it's yeah. it's like the perfect. It's a very very fun game to play, and I recommend it to anybody to check it out for sure. If you have it. Because it's, and the best way I can compare it, it's like Mario 64 meets Zelda in Japan, and they're having now a You're talking about the first one on N64. Yeah. That's the one you're Mystical recommending. Mystical Ninja, yeah, yeah, that's the one I'm recommending. Not yes. Ganbare. Ganbare but the one you're playing, don't bother. <laughs> yeah, well, not don't bother. It's fun to play, too, because some of the music is really good. Like, honestly, like, it's it's one of the, some of the best music I've heard in quite some time. But it's, it's, it's the difficulty spike in it is just yeah. through the roof, so... It is yeah. what it is. What, well, do you think you would? It would be easier if you're playing with someone. Maybe it's just made. Oh it's just yeah, like broken single player. Probably no, it, 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 player. It, it could definitely be easier. I, I could definitely sit here and be like, yeah, absolutely, it would make it easier. But then you have the speedrunners that beat the game in like about an hour and twenty five minutes, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm yeah. about fourteen hours into this thing right now. Like, hold on. <laughs> yep, yep. Yep. So you know, it is what it is. 
But uh, yeah, aside from that, um, we we did some random uh, uh, fight watching on Saturday, uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, we started off with some UFC. Um, my schedule's all over the place, so basically when I wake up in the evenings, it's like my mornings and things are going on already. So one of my buddies was just like, hey, yeah, I'm watching the UFC fights. And I was like, oh, shit, this UFC fight. So I pop it up on the Discord, and we started watching UFC fights that led into a uh boxing pay-per-view we started watching and the only reason why i watched I, I i brought this up uh because it was as terrence crawford um terrence crawford and uh sean porter uh who were friends uh grew up together in the same town the same city um all that jazz like it's and mm-hmm. now they're fighting for the championship title trained mm-hmm. by the same person which happened to be sean porter's dad uh and it was a hell of a Jeez. fight uh it was yeah. It was interesting because there was four matches on this pay-per-view card and all four matches ended in stoppage. Somebody stopped the fight. Like, hey, oh, can't continue. Okay. Throw in the towel. Like, gotcha. the doctor says, like, nope, you can't. Like, you can't go on. And there mm-hmm. was, like, about, like, four headbutts. In, and it was it was just so wild. But overall, the fight was good. They both came to win. They both came to you know, claim there's their spot on the, on top. But what I found interesting and a lot of people, and this became the controversy because we were talking about like uh, the stoppage. It's like why people stop it. Like they shouldn't stop it. Like they should have kept on fighting. Like, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's not to the death people. Yeah. And, and the, one of the boxers was like, I'm ready to die. And it's just like, nah, dude, like you need to <laughs> like, he's like, I'm ready to die in the ring. And they're like, nah, like you gotta take it back a notch and just relax. But, yeah. uh, uh, yeah, Sean Porter at the age of 34, immediately after the fight during the post uh, conference, announced his retirement at the age of 34. He was ready to go, I guess. And so he came in, gave it his all, and everything. He lost the match, um, and and he lost the match because like it was the 11th, it was the 10th or 11th round, I believe it was the 10th or 11th round, and Terrence Crawford just like started. He got his number. Season coming, boom, first knockout. Sees him coming, boom, second knockout. And then his dad, who's his trainer, is just like, nope, we're done. Throw in the towel, like la, la, la. Um, Which led to a whole bunch of different controversy because, like, a lot of people were just like, oh, well, you know, you, you that's why your, your father shouldn't be your trainer because you get they get emotional and, like, they don't know when to stop the fight and it becomes all these feelings and emotions start getting up. And I'm like, well, I don't know. It kind of makes sense that, you know, you stop it, especially when you see that he's getting beat down. And we live in a world where, like, you know, all this health, all this, like, uh, brain damage and health concerns are being brought out. So maybe it makes mm-hmm. sense to stop it right now. But yeah. then the dad just goes on. Well, he lost because he didn't train enough. He didn't train hard enough. Oh, like, he was at a deficit. I knew he was going to lose. And I'm like, oh, shit, come on, man. Like, now you're just... yeah. You know, I don't, now you're demoralizing the guy in front of everybody. So I wasn't surprised that Sean Porter's, you know, like, I'm out. Fuck this. I made my money. Yeah. I'm done. Right, yeah. But uh, I think also the people the people that are saying like, oh, you shouldn't have your dad be your coach. You do this, do that. Most of those people have never taught or coached a damn person in their life, so they have no idea what it's like. Yeah. Um, I say this from actually teaching people. I used to be a drum teacher a little bit ago, and I did drumline stuff and, per, and individual uh, drum set lessons. So it's it's, yeah, you but you you see the limits of your student before they do because you've seen other shit so it probably was i'm sure it was a combination it wasn't just flat out i'm his dad i will protect my son yeah it's not that he's not a fucking 
movie character. He's not a two-dimensional person. So oh, I can understand that from every angle, though, from everybody yeah. in that situation, though. that that's that's It's sad that you'd have to end it like that, but at the same time, it's like, uh, I'm just going to back away. And that's also him saying, like, I don't need to deal with any of this. See you guys. Yeah, you know? basically. But uh, it so. was fun. It was fun, like, just watching it. Like, I, I like watching all types of sports and stuff like that, and I feel like... In the last couple of years, I haven't done it. So, like, before, like, stream, before Twitch and everything like that, before the pandemic, I you would usually find me on Sundays at a casino um, mm. because the $2 beers, $1 hot dogs. Oof. Yeah, it's fucking, like, you know, like, that's what I would do. And it was just me and a bunch of friends. Like, we would literally get there, like, at 10 in the morning to watch the first oh football gosh. game. And then, like, we're there to, like, Monday night, Sunday night football. So it's like we're there wow. from like 10 to like almost like 9 p.m. 10 a.m. to like 9 p.m. Just hanging mm-hmm. out, chilling, like blah, 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 betting on horses, betting on like the football games and stuff like that. And I'm not talking like I was like a big like uh, like, oh, like I'm going to be like uh, putting 50 bucks on this or anything like that. I was just like, oh, let me buy a five dollar ticket and see if I win type of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, and and yeah, so like I used to do that. And in, in that same group, like we used to like have like watch parties for like boxing and UFC and stuff like that. And in the end, it's just like the pandemic happened and we all kind of started mm-hmm. doing our own things. And so I just kind of stopped watching sports in general for a while. And then mm-hmm. so now it's good to like kind of see the group like in uh, like on Discord and stuff like that. I'll be like, oh, we got fighting fans. We got sports fans and stuff like that. Like, la, 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 because I do like to talk about it. I just haven't found like the people to talk about it. But here we are. So, yeah. 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 You know, that's um when people would make fun of. uh for all you kids out there, video games used to have midnight launches. Yeah. Um, uh, when people would try to make fun of those, I'd be like, it's just like pre-gaming out in the parking lot before your dumb sporting event. So yeah. you can talk all the shit you want, but we literally have like people who show up with grills. They have their lawn chairs. They have their TVs plugged into the outside. Like if it's a strip mall situation, yeah. they have their stuff plugged in and whatever. And, and that's pretty cool because everybody's there and happy for the same reason and they're all feeding off each other's hype and stuff and like so so in that aspect i do miss midnight launches um i don't i didn't always miss running them but um those were always fun because you had that crew that would always show up you'd have that even if you don't have did you ever have to run a midnight at at your store Mm -hmm. okay um but even if you didn't have like an event planned like a like a uh, scavenger hunt or something or quiz or, or some sort of thing you would still have the regulars that are showing up, and they're just here to hang out. I'm sure you'd get everybody walking in. Hey, Eddie, I'm here for this. I just want to finish my pre-order, and I'm just going to yep. hang out at the demo unit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, 100%. but it was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. But it was still fun. The, they, the funnest they... one that... Mm-hmm. All right. No, go ahead. I was going to say the funnest one that I did that I remember recently was we set up a scavenger hunt for Assassin's Creed. And we um, like bought a bunch of dumb little feathers and put weights on them and like hit them throughout the parking lot and then gave away prizes and things like that. But people were like fucking ready. We had to like, all right, hold on. You need to all wait. Stop. Everyone <laughs> stay in the store. Yeah. Face away from the door so you don't see where we're putting them. Like it was getting that intense with some people, but it was still a good time. That's so. fun. Nah, that's fun. Yeah. Like I, I think one of the more memorable ones that I had um uh, for the midnight launches like because i i worked back then it was like when i started working there i'm trying to remember what year it was but it was like there was an expansion for world of warcraft coming out oh sure like yeah yeah, you know what i mean and i the reason why i call this a highlight it was because it was like my first midnight that i had to work um Mm -hmm. 
and the you know there's a line forming up and stuff like that like we're getting ready like la la we weren't gonna do a scavenger hunt like my the, the manager at the time is like yeah like nah dude like i'm i just want to come in get out done and like, i don't want to deal with shit and i was like all right cool fair enough yeah and so and, and we're open up we're giving out shirts i know that we had like the alliance and the horde shirts and stuff like that but the reason sure. why i called it a highlight is because that was the day that i met mila kunis oh okay yeah oh well you're out where people give a shit i was always at these dumb yeah. fucking bumfuck I... egypt towns <laughs> nobody knew about yeah i i was uh working it was so funny because like i used to work at the it was eb games at the time and it was transitioning okay. into gamestop like it was like it was like when the whole like merger and buyout thing happened or whatever and yeah. i was working at the store over in west hollywood and mm-hmm. so i got to meet plenty of celebrities that were coming in and stuff like that uh, right. But I found it interesting that I got to meet two cast members from the '70s show, which was Mila Kunis <laughs> and uh, Topher Grace. I uh, neither of them have been. Wait, maybe Topher has. I don't think Mila Kunis has been in a game, has she? I no, but Mila, Mila Kunis, from what I understand, is uh, big on World of Warcraft because she used to play it a lot with like Macaulay Culkin when they were like fr- oh. like friends. Like I don't know. Okay, I'm pretty sure they're sure. still friends. I think. But, like, it was, like, a thing, apparently, because, like, a manager told me hmm. the same thing. They're like, yeah, like, she's, like, a big World of Warcraft nerd. And I'm like, all mm-hmm. right. So, mm-hmm. but that was, like, around the time also where, like, people really didn't talk about it as much. It's not like, you know, you're Henry Cavill now building your oh, PC yeah, shirtless right. and shit and people are going all gaga for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, it was uh, it was very interesting. And, like, I mean, midnight releases still happen, but it's more like an East Coast thing, I guess. Because if a midnight oh, release really? happens mm-hmm. for you... Uh, mm-hmm. it, it happens for me at 9 p.m. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Well, that was so, the thing, too. World of Warcraft, especially. Like, we would tell people, okay, just friendly reminder, the servers aren't going to actually be up till 3 a.m. because this is all West Coast-based, guys. So, yeah. you know, you can get it at midnight. We can t- we can legally sell it to you at 12.01, but you're going to go home and sit there for three hours. And they're like, oh, no, I'm going to go take a nap. We're good. Yeah. good. My clan's ready. Yeah, <laughs> you know? basically. So basically yeah. so I, sometimes i miss those sometimes i don't i miss when we could have fun with them when it was a game i gave a shit about i guess i mean there's uh pros so. and cons right to everything there's always yeah. like some good things and there's always some bad things and then there's just shit you don't want to deal with so at all 100 i get it um but yeah so then aside from that uh work has been good uh work has been solid like i said like it's been uh uh, the normal and usual, the highlight of it, oh, always there is the customer, uh, like, uh, comments that I get when they're returning some stuff, which is, is great, and it's terrible because, like, I see so many things come in, and I get upset that I don't have the time to write it down. Or, like, you know, because, like, right one, down. I can't oh, take... the comments, like, yeah. Yeah, like, the comments, because, mm-hmm. like, one, I can't take screenshots because, like, you know, uh, personal info and stuff like that. Two, right. like, we do have quotas that we have to meet, like, so any, t- like, minute or two, like, that's one of the things that I emphasize about, like, Amazon is just that, like, they really, really focus on the time, like, and they encourage you to, like, like, not waste it, like, oh, if you need to go mm-hmm. use the restroom, try to do it on your break, because when you're not on your break, you're basically not working type of thing, and that's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I get it, corporate mentality and stuff like that, but, you know, right. so I'm like, I don't want to, like, sit there and write something down. And then, like, because now I'm losing time. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I digress. Uh, the first one, the first item that we got was, uh, that I got, that it, like made me laugh, was a 4K Ultra HD, the black label uh, Blu-ray case that had a uh, Die Hard. 
and the it was returned opened. I'm I'm 100 sure that this was opened just to get the digital code. Oh yeah, just to get mm-hmm. the digital code, and it was returned. And you do that? Yeah, I, dude. It's it's like I said, Amazon has like this kind of like fuck you money. Wow. We're gonna take yeah. the return no matter what. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And yep. but but I'm pretty sure somebody took it, returned it, got the code, um, uh, and returned it. And then the comment was just that was it. This is not a Christmas movie. And I'm like, what? Like, you could have just not written anything. Yeah, you could have just not written anything, but you're purposely trying to start up an argument with somebody who's going to be like, "Well, no, this is a this is a Christmas movie," and because I've always said that, like, you know, Die Hard, Batman Returns, and Rocky Four are Christmas movies, and people are like, "What are you talking about?" They're like, there's like even no Christmas in Rocky Four. I'm like, the fight the fight takes place during Christmas. All right, so it's a Christmas movie, but it, mm. it's just so funny that like this guy's just like. It's not a Christmas movie, and I'm like, oh, okay, like there's really no need for this but right that now. Show, does that show up anywhere? Does that show up on the items description, or is it something no, that only no. you see as an employee? That's no. so stupid. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, this is the like it's it's one of those things. Uh, unless like they review it, like they review it and right. they put it like on a, like yeah. one point five stars, and I'll see it. But if it's one of those things where like uh, it's being returned, only I see the customer return comment, like says, "Oh, this is the reason why they're returning it," and whatnot. Yeah um so and then the other like uh the next one is um i've been wanting this item for quite some time but not from her which was a gift like she got gifted Uh, something and i was uh, like like how petty can you say what it is or would that be too much i'm trying no the the thing about it is is i'm trying to remember because like i see so the the i gotta i see 42 different items in an hour Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. in those 42. Right. And so it's hard for me to just kind of like remember everything that's going on. But if I I want to say it was like this like music, like jewelry box, like type of thing. Okay. Like it was like a huh. very like a like a like just like natural wood with like some like nice little trim on it. And you open it. It's supposed to like play like it had like a yeah. ballerina figurine. Like it was a very pristine like figure because like it wasn't open. Mm-hmm. It was like still in the bubble wrap, like everything was just like legit. And so for most of the time, like I said, like when I see an item that's like, okay, it hasn't been tampered with, it doesn't look like anything, the seal is still there, process mm-hmm. it. Like I'm not gonna like oh. sit there and try to open it and like la 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 like just oh, yeah. process it, you know? So I'm just like, huh, 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 huh. But the comments are the ones that stick out that I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, why like so I would like to know the story. You know what I mean? I yeah, would like to because know because also like, that's not something that somebody just buys a friend on a whim. That is, it sounds like a sentimental piece of uh, a gift or something. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like a gift. It could have been like a birthday. It could have been like a registry thing or something like that. And it's just like, this was the one I was looking for, and I wanted it, but not from her. Yeah, and you I'm know? like, yeah. fuck, <laughs> like okay, like take it easy, you know? Jesus um, Christ. And then the, and the third item, uh, this is the one that like really stood out, and I, and I, and I started laughing. It was a it was a pair of men's shorts, like like swim shorts, um, okay. pink. They were pink with like pink flamingos on them, so it's pink on pink, right? And okay. the comment was just that these leave nothing to the imagination, and I'm like, well. 
first of all, calm down, Chad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, calm uh-huh. down, Chad. Like, I, I refuse to believe that you are this very well-endowed fucking person that couldn't fit into this extra-large size shorts that leaves uh. nothing to the imagination. Like, you know what I Sorry mean? Sorry about like, your flamingo not like, standing out amongst these flamingos. And I'm like, I, and, and I'm just, there's, dude, when I see that there's a lot of unnecessary comments, when I say there's a lot of unnecessary comments, there is a lot of unnecessary comments. Like, people, there's no reason why people have to write any of this stuff, but give someone a platform, give them a voice, and they'll do it. What does that mean? What, is yeah. the, what does he want? What is it, like, did he want tighter shorts did he want looser I, no, ones? I, think, I don't I, even if i'm understanding right where he's saying is these leave nothing to the imagination it sounds like they're too tight and this oh, dude is just yeah. packing heat that <laughs> fucking you know it leaves nothing to the imagination so he wants them looser but once again you're, uh. you're talking about extra large shorts dude like hold on a second like i wear extra mm-hmm. large shorts and i don't have an issue with any of that i'm a big dude like you know what i mean so calm down bro like Listen here, Chad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, there's also, no reason. It's pink on pink. I don't even know. I don't know. There, it's, there's a couple of problems. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was the situation. Fun. It sounds like, yeah, yeah. That's sad. Yeah, that that's weird. It is what it is. But yeah, it's, I wish uh, I wish you could take pictures or jot them down, or somehow you had to jot them down. You could start just a book of Amazon return quotes. Yeah, that something. would be fucking fantastic. Something to think yeah. about in the future. Don't take my Maybe. idea, Jeffrey Bezos. But um, we would always like the when um, you know there was you you could do anything in customer service in some way, shape, or form. You're gonna have something like that. So a variation of it with GameStop was the feedback surveys and the people that would actually leave comments. Yeah. And so as a bo- as a manager, I would print them out if there were good things and like let the employees see them, and then we just pitch them right away because it's still somehow we shouldn't have that up publicly obviously but like in the break room or whatever but but we would also sure as hell print out the ones that were just like i uh it, we would have like a zero out of five score but it would be like i hate sonic or something like that you know and that was the reason <laughs> you know just all that dumb stuff but uh yeah so i'm sure i, I still have some somewhere i found I sonic yeah, it, it would it would just be the best and dumbest things. Or we'd get the regulars that would do the comments and say how great we were and we need $5,000 in a raise and stuff yeah. like that. So uh, we, I wish there was someone the, you could print out yours. Yeah, we get the uh, we do get the occasional ones that I like. This is like where like, oh, there's some good people in the world type of thing where they'll be like, mm-hmm. thanks for the speedy shipping. Unfortunately, I did not no longer need the item. Like, God bless you or whatever and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh, oh this is a yeah. nice person, you know. Um, I think one of the ones was like one of the more like really, really nice ones that I saw was just like the quality is amazing. The shipping was fucking perfect. It just didn't feel right. And I feel so bad. But thank you guys for doing an amazing job. And I'm like, yo, yo, hey, take it easy. Like, you know, it's just like, yeah, I picked it and we sent it like it's a no, no, yeah. no big deal. Like, but hey, every, uh, every every time you mention these, my follow up is going to be what was the item? But yeah, what was the item? I'll try to remember that too, so that I can be like, ah, ah, ah. you know, like this is yeah. what it is. But uh, but yeah, that's been. Then my you'll week. start to notice trends too. You'll be like, man, every time someone buys this banana, they don't like this or something. Yeah, like what? Like this item is being returned again? Like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Because um, it's from her. Because it's from her. She said no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. But, yeah, 
yeah, good that's stuff. that's been my weeks. Uh, haven't really gotten anything else. Uh, no pickups. I've yet to meet up with my uh, GameStop friend to pick up the Legend of Zelda game and watch, um, which is the only thing I've kind of oh, like. Uh, I forgot that's out. I thought yeah. that was out months ago, but I guess it just came out now. Yeah, I I kind of forgot about it that it was coming out, and like last week, my friends like, "Hey, bro, it's coming out. Like, yours is in the store," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, uh, we'll meet up." Mm-hmm. And then like I just haven't had time, and so here we are. But yeah, yeah, I didn't pick up anything else. Like, I, it wasn't like it really isn't anything to pick up. Um, like aside like from Pokemon that came out, but like I said, I got an abundance of games that I'm just trying to catch up on right now. So yeah, yep. that, that that was it. What about you? That's what, okay. uh, how's your week? Uh, I didn't play any games, but boy, I did some stuff and saw a lot of, I've watched a lot of things, so I'll, I'll mention a good bit of them here. Um, the first is on this past Thursday, uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 is doing their tour, so, um, it's a touring puppet show and you watch a bad movie, so, but, um, they, uh, (laughs) came through, yeah, they came through Pittsburgh and we watched them riff the movie Making Contact and... Oh my gosh. I told Corey, I told him this cause he's, he's not on now. I was like, I was going to tell you this, but dude, we've got to watch this movie for the static zone podcast. I have never seen a movie that I have never said so many times while watching a movie, what the fuck is happening right now than when I've watched this movie, because really? it is, you know, they, they prefaced, uh, they prefaced the crowd uh, if because you know not every movie they watch is gonna, and the audience is such a wide age range too when you go to the MST stuff because they've been around since 1988 and I only know that because I got a show from the or I got a shirt from the show that said like 1988 uh, whatever um, but um, but they're like so this movie came out in 85 and we just want to let you guys know if there was something in an 80s movies for kids they tried to put it into this movie and. That's all I can say because I want people to see this because you don't believe that, but man, it's true. Cause they straight up just like have a scene from ET. Basically they like, it's very much, um, single parent home. The mom's bummed out, bummed out cause the dad died and the kid starts talking to a ghost or maybe an alien and his toy. And he has telekinetic powers for some reason. And there's, it's like Goonies and Monster Squad and fighting the man, but there's... <laughs> I hope I'm yeah, showing the right it, trailer. Like, you are, dude. Okay. You sure fucking are. And yeah. it's amazing. It really, I want to watch this movie again, and I really want Corey to see it, because he's just, we're not even going to be able to have the podcast, because he's just going to be like, Scotty, what the hell did I watch? What the hell did I watch? There was literally a scene in the movie then I'm not going to spoil because I want people to see this. But after it happened, there was no riffing going on for this entire scene. And after it happened, Tom Servo just says to the crowd, did we all just see that? Because <laughs> it was just like, there's nothing to be said. It's so fucking, it's batshit insane. It's it's great. I like, And it was also in the 80s where like every possible, the kids got Star Wars bedsheets. Like, yeah, exactly. That's know. what I wanted to point out. Yeah. Yeah. He's just got every toy under the sun that was in the 80s. And oh, God, it's. It was wonderful. It was so much fun, that and it great. was it was to the point where they were telling riffs and like couldn't get you you couldn't hear the next riff that they said because people were laughing so hard with how absurd this movie is. So, yeah, 
on one end, I don't know how I've never heard of it, but on the other end, it's like, oh, I've seen every other movie that this movie tried to be. So that made it, cause the, it was basically like the director saw a bunch of movies and had a budget and didn't know what to do. So he just copy and pasted a scene with people from in like everything. Movie. He's like, let's go ahead yeah. and do this. Let's take this from that. Let's take this from that. Uh, that's yeah. interesting. I'm kind of curious to see uh, this movie now, too, because I had never heard of it. Like, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. Um, like, and I wanted to ask you more about like the mm-hmm. mystery science th- uh, theater 3000 because I know of it, but I've never mm-hmm. delved into it. So what exactly is yeah. like, this mystery science like stuff? So it's you've seen it or it's been referenced in pop culture somewhere. Yeah, it's probably what you if you know every, any if you've ever been exposed to MST, what it is, is the silhouette of a dude pointing at the movie screen. Uh, it's a silhouette of movie theater seats and then. Uh, a robot and a human pointing at the screen and then another robot because it's two puppets him and two puppets basically but they just make fun of bad movies that's the whole show and they take Ah. commercial breaks or they take breaks in between the movies and do these little skits and stuff where you actually see the characters uh tom servo is the one that looks like a gumball crow is the gold plated one that has like a, a beak and um like a lacrosse thing for the back of his head for his like radar thing but the the show has a lot of charm because of when it started. It was very much shoestring budget, and like they created the the set pieces from stuff they found in their grandparents' attics and stuff, you know. Ah, oh, um, okay. But it's just so funny, and it. I grew up watching it, and it's it might be my favorite TV show flat out because when you go back and watch episodes that you've already seen, you pick up on stuff all the time. So they've. And I and the the best thing that's the best thing that comes out of it is when you watch a bad movie because I also just kind of enjoy B movies and bad movies and mm. if I watch a bad movie and then I find out later on like oh MST watched this and they riffed it oh my gosh I have to watch this episode now so yeah. you know um, that's happened before with like when back in the day kids Walmart did not always have a dollar bin for DVDs <laughs> when we found that in college. Man, that was a gold mine. And then, like, multiple movies from those I found MST episodes of. So, it's been pretty good. And it's probably also a large reason as to why I'm such a smartass in general. But There you go. So, yeah, so it's be, a great show. Being able to see this live was definitely something like... It, was it your first time seeing it live? or It was the second time we saw it before the pandemic. Um, but, yeah, they do... So, it's, it's a stage show kind of thing. But they just, like, they have... Um, like a uh oh later Brittany. we they have like on the stage is kind of the hangout where the bots are and they're talking to the host and they have the villain come in and out and stuff and they do things in between to break it up so that you're not just watching an hour and a half of a movie that's bad and like seeing these little shadows and stuff but what they do for the live presentation is they have everything that's going on on the stage they also have it on a tv or not a tv but a screen that's higher up and bigger um for the whole uh theater that you're in because it's in i don't know about all the venues but the theater that this takes place in like i've also seen the nutcracker so it's it's an actual stage theater with you know um balcony seats and everything uh so they have it on a on a projector as well but then when the movie's playing the movie's on the screen and then over dimly lit is the host which her name was emily and then the two bots uh tom and crow um, are kind of just off to the side and they maybe have like a blue light around them so that they're not the main thing you're watching the movie and focusing gotcha. on that. So, but yeah, so it's a lot of fun. Um, and it's just, uh, especially right now, just with how shitty things are everywhere. It's, it's good to just watch something and laugh. 
Um, for sure, for sure. So I, I recommend it. I think their tour is almost over, but I still would, of course, recommend the show. It's It was one of those... Uh, when it ended back in 99, I think, or something. And then they brought it back through Kickstarter, and it was one of the most successful Kickstarters still, like, to this day, because just the fans, like, went in there, and they went way beyond their tier yeah. goals and all that stuff. Um, They had um Jonah Heston. I think that Jonah Ray. I forget which one is his real name, but um he's a comedian that's done other stuff, but he was the latest host on there. And they had Felicia Day as the main enemy. Patton Oswald was uh, her sidekick. Um, the newer ones are hit or miss. Uh, and then they did a second season, which was also very successful. And then this newest season that they've done, um, it's it's funny and it's weird because each episode is two hours long because they're making fun of a movie and then they have skits in between. So it's definitely not a show for everybody uh, because you are going to sit through a movie when you watch this TV show, right. but they do have somewhere you can, they have shorts and stuff that they do before the movie. So you can get like their shorts collections that are like 20 minutes each or whatever. But like, so, so it was interesting to see them go to Netflix because they realized, Oh, our show is not bingeable at all, which is what everything is now. So yeah. the next season, instead of it being 12 episodes, it was six episodes and they called it the gauntlet and they tried to make it so that people would want to like commit a day to watching, um, you know, 12 Anywhere from like 10 to 12 hours of a show rather than 12 two-hour episodes, you know? So, yeah, didn't do as well, I guess, in the latest season. They said, I, they didn't really say this, but they're basically saying, fuck Netflix, we're doing our own thing. We've got our own way to watch this. You guys, if you want to back it, it's not going to be on any streaming service, but we're uploading it to the internet so you can watch it. So, <laughs> which honestly, good on them because they don't need Netflix to be successful this well, series it's it's funny that you you bring that up because like i was kind of looking at it one of the other things that i remember um like i said mystery science 3000 like i've always uh mystery science theater right that's what it is 3000 yeah or mst for short or mst for short like i'd always seen it i'm very familiar with like like the silhouettes and stuff like that but the other thing that mm -hmm. i was just like is it associated with riff tracks but it's the same thing oh, yeah. right it's like it's well, the same the hosts of the riff tracks um the main guy is Mike Nelson. He took over... So the, it started with Joel Hodgson, is the creator. Um, and he made the bots. He was a prop comic, so he made puppets and stuff like that, too, for like his show, and then he created the show. And then Mike Nelson took over as the host. He is who is in charge of Rift Tracks, and then the two main voices with him were, at one point, Crow and Tom Servo's voices. Okay. Um, and then... So they're still doing Rift Tracks. I don't think it's like bad blood or anything because they sometimes Rift Tracks will like release an MST, like just straight up, hey, here's an MST, download it and watch it, we'll do whatever. And they've done like, they've rewatched, they've re riffed movies that MST did. But oh, okay. also, so yeah, like when MST ended and it was done, Rift Tracks started. And then also, Joel had a thing called Cinematic Titanic, which I didn't really like as much, but it was the exact same thing, just ripping movies. But, um, but yeah, so Rift Tracks is some of the MST staff, and then MST is not a lot of the MST staff, but some members, and then, yeah, Rift Tracks is okay, but it's it's really weird that I have this opinion of it like this, but I don't like it as much as MST, just because there's not silhouettes on the screen. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, but that it... might be also because it's like any Let's Play, 
Like, I have a hard time watching certain Let's Plays unless I really like the personalities because I, I can talk over stuff. You know, it's not the same. Easily, kind of yeah. Thing. I got you. I got you. Yeah, the reason why, like I mentioned this, uh, with like you mentioned the whole Netflix thing, because it says here on the Wikipedia that apparently it's also featured on Pluto TV, Twitch, oh, yeah. Zumo, and Tubi. So mm-hmm. it's like accessible like 24-7 no matter yeah, what. Yeah, oh, it's like, everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. I wonder, yeah, the Twitch I, thing is cool, and sometimes I'll turn that on because it's just it is twenty four hours, and I'll just have that on as like background noise if I yeah. don't have something else to put on. That's uh, that's me in the uh, MXC. <laughs> like you remember that show? Oh yeah, Extreme, oh yeah, uh, Limited Challenge or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a channel on Twitch that just streams it twenty four seven. Oh yeah, okay. and so I I don't know if it's legit, but you know, it is, <laughs> yeah, it, it is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. it was one of the first channels that I found on Twitch too. And I was like, yep, I'm, I'm watching this, um, from here on out. But, uh, I wonder if cool. I would like, I think I should like mystery science because like the way you're describing it, like they're ribbing on movies or riffing, riffing on movies, whatever the term is. Um, cause I watched like, what is it? The cinema sins. You're familiar with cinema sins? No. On YouTube. No. Okay. No. Cinema sins is basically, Maybe. it's a uh, one dude. And uh, that's all he does is basically he takes a movie, he takes a movie, and then he breaks down like everything that's wrong with it. Some people like it, some people don't. Um, mm-hmm. He does like all like everything. Like he just recently released one that's like everything wrong with Ghostbusters, is what they oh, what the movies are called. I know those titles. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So and some people like it, some people don't. Like I said, I've I've had conversations with people that are like I just can't watch that because it ruins the movie for me. Um, while as mm-hmm. to I'm the type of person that's kind of like, well, I I get this, I get where he's coming from, and I can definitely understand, like, like the perspective in this whole thing. So yeah, but it is what it is. Uh, I might like I might yeah. I think I, I have to give Mystery Science Theater a chance and just see how I go. I will recommend some to you because there are some that if you start out with they're a slog and you have to like it's definitely an acquired i don't mean to sound pretentious but isn't it is an acquired taste because there are some that like i can't even watch it like the movie's not even entertaining enough with their commentary Mm. but they're like my top five i could watch on repeat and still enjoy them so i could definitely and and by that I mean that's some that where it's like rift after rift after rift that you're enjoying because uh, it's just so stupid and so great at the same time. Uh, yeah, there you go. I could recommend good. a couple that are kind of nonstop and not as big of slogs. So like I know I have friends that like can't watch the black and white movies that they make fun of because they just can't get into it as much. And I'm like, oh, you're you're missing some gold. Oh ones. yeah, I'm all, I'm all for that stuff. Like I'm all like I think that was one of the things that always like made me stand out. Um, is that like I enjoy all types of movies, um, including the black and white ones and um, the film noir ones from like the fifties and sixties and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So like I I don't mind. And one of my favorite movies that I have that I own, I was looking for it right now, but I don't have it. Um, uh, stars Leslie Nielsen. People know him as the you know uh, Frank Drebin in The Naked Gun. Um, yeah, but yeah. he was also in a movie called Forbidden Planet. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, holy and, crap! And okay. That fucking movie is one of my favorite movies to watch. It's just so. It's such an innocent movie for such an innocent time. And then at the same time, it's like so cheesy. You're just like, how do you hate this? Like, gotta love it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, and he's the lead actor. He's so he's, He comes out there. He's portrayed as not a bumbling like comedian, uh, bumbling idiot comedian. He's like portrays himself as like the handsome hero. And I'm just like, oh, holy right. shit, it's Leslie Nielsen. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, there there's some that they make fun of and you're like, oh my God, this is like, like there, there was an MST movie that they came out with and they found one of Universal's well-known films called This Island Earth. Like the, the, uh, shit, what is the actual creature called? The Metaluna Mutant, okay. I think is what the creature from it, which is barely in it five minutes. It's like watching a, it's like watching Frankenstein, but the monster's only in it for two minutes. It doesn't make sense that this is a universal monster by, by classification but like like they chose a universal movie that is supposed to be this historical thing and it's just so bad and i'm so happy that i know of it through them but um <laughs> yeah there's oh, yeah. yeah uh oh, yeah. it's good good stuff but yeah that was fun um and i don't know what order i want to talk about these in because i feel like i could talk about one of them forever. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll mention it like this. So, a local one-screen theater do, did uh, Hanksgiving, um, where they were playing a bunch of Tom Hanks movies throughout the week, up until Thanksgiving, and uh, and they do every time that they haven't always done, or they haven't done this more recently with the pandemic and stuff. But they started to do their secret movie again, which is the last movie they'll show uh, on the Saturday night, or not the last movie. They usually do it like Friday through Thursday. So they've got a bunch of Tom Hanks movies playing up through um thanksgiving so that's why it's thanksgiving so we showed up and this is the one this is the theater where i took Corey and chris to that has a a local um craft brewery next to it and stuff and whatever but so we were looking around the the beer area and there and the the i think they're starting to recognize us because they're when we're in there so much even with our masks on i think the the cast the crew of this place is finally starting to recognize us going there so much but the guy was like so did you guys guess what uh tom hanks it is and rachel was like well we looked up the run times and we thought maybe it would be money pit but that one's a little longer and she's like we were thinking and he's like well if you guys guess it i'll tell you and she's like we thought it might be the burbs he's like you got it Oh, wow. So, which is, yeah, one of, it might be my favorite Tom Hanks movie. Uh, have you ever seen The Burbs? I can't say that I have. It's so good. It's so great. It's literally a movie about people in a suburban cul-de-sac that have too much free time on their hands and start suspecting each other of crazy shit. Okay. Um, but it has such a great cast in it. Uh, it Corey Feldman's in it because he was in everything then. Oh, Corey um, Feldman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, Tom Hanks is so, it's just like it, it, we saw it after we saw the new Ghostbusters. And I mentioned that only because the thing that I love so much about this movie is the humor that's not thrown in your face, but it's, it's the subtlety. It's the acting. It's when actor, it's like kind of what Bill Murray's known for actually. And despite the fact that he's not. The, the cover. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is another, this is one of those movies that, like, I was, before everything had a streaming service, and I was just on Netflix, and I was like, oh, Tom Hanks, I'll watch this, and it, like, was an accidental gem, I guess, or something, but it, it's fun. It is considered a horror movie, a horror movie. Ah, okay. Um, so, but it, it it's fun. It's good. Uh, Carrie Fisher's in it um, as his wife, and... Uh, yeah, it's 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 hilarious and it's it's great because it's so true to life in a lot of things too. Uh, but that that yeah, that was the so that was cool because that was kind of how we ended our busy weekend because um, we started out with uh, uh, I guess Thursday we saw MST Friday not really much of anything and then <clears throat> Saturday we went to a crappy little horror convention like a locally run thing that we were upset that we even paid money for but that's oh, okay. Wow. 
Uh, <laughs> it, it's it just wasn't great. We should have gone on Sunday instead of Saturday, the more expensive day. Um, but uh, no, and but then we saw the new Ghostbusters, um, Ghostbusters Afterlife, starring everybody, uh, and Paul Rudd. There you go. And yeah, <laughs> and I've I've realized over time that Ghostbusters was always one of my favorites. It might honestly, the first Ghostbusters might honestly be a contender for my favorite movie because it's always hard to place that. But like just that movie is one of the best examples of lightning in a bottle with the cast of Murray and Aykroyd, Daryl Ramis, Ernie Hudson and everybody, um, you know, Sigourney Weaver, uh, Rick Moranis, Annie Potts, um, (coughs) excuse me. And just like, Second one, not as good. Um, I did see the all-female Ghostbusters one. Okay. Um, it is I. It is not as bad as everybody said it was, but it's not a great... Go- it's not a good Ghostbusters movie. They shouldn't... I mean, they... I don't... Uh, did you see it? No, I didn't see it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but they know they messed up because when it was in theaters, it was only called Ghostbusters. When it got released to Blu-ray... It had a subtitle and is now called Ghost Bu- Ghostbusters Answer the Call. So they literally changed the name of the movie because of all the backlash of calling it just Ghostbusters. Yeah, from um, from what I understood too, it's like this is supposed to, uh, what's the word? Um, Redcon that movie. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Um, yeah, when I I saw uh, the all female one and. You know, I walked out of it thinking, like, that was a fun ride. Um, I love Kate McKinnon. Like, I was bummed to learn that she was a lesbian after seeing that movie, you know? <laughs> she, no chance with her. But, yeah. no. Uh, it was, it was uh, she She was very funny. She was genuinely funny. You had to give up one of your free passes? Like, <laughs> yep, if you no ever more. met her, yep. you're like, nope, that's it. <laughs> no such luck. But the, uh, like... Uh, the the jokes were just not good in it and they did not they did not the thing that i realize now seeing this new one is like they did not respectfully handle the franchise with that movie even though bill murray is in it uh i think dan Aykroyd was in it um but harold ramus like his representation in it it was he was like a, a bust a statue a statue bust was what harold ramus was somehow and i don't remember but it just was not wow it was just not yeah, it wasn't, again, I can't emphasize enough, like, everyone loves shitting on it, but it was not a bad movie. It just wasn't a good Ghostbusters movie. Well, once and, again, it goes, um, back, it goes back to what we we're talking about, is that there's a lot of people that have not seen it and already have an opinion mm-hmm. on it. It's just like, yep. you really can't give an opinion on it until you watch the product, try the product, whatever. So... You know, I, I get it because it's just and that's one of the things that I'm trying to be better at. I'm trying to be better at because like and I found that an example with uh, Castlevania 64 because I used to rag and shit on Castlevania 64. And it's now probably one of my favorite Castlevanias. Yeah, you there know? you go. So, yeah. Yeah, this was um, like it was. Well, yeah. Speaking on that same note, I was so tired of hearing about the female Ghostbusters movie from the Ghostbuster official accounts that I was following that I just said on, I said on Facebook, I was like, I never thought I'd do this, but I need to unfollow the Ghostbuster stuff. Cause I'm so tired of hearing about this movie. And immediately one of my old friends like jumped on me. Like she was like, Oh, you just hate it. Cause it's an all female cast. Why do you hate women? I'm like, 
Oh, whoa. I didn't say yeah. a damn thing like that. Like, you need to calm down. You sure, so, as, you sure say, as hell did, though, Scotty, by unfollowing yeah, me. I, clearly, that's the message you clearly, conveyed. Message received. That was the that was the statement I made. Yeah. Um, so uh, that person can no longer see what I post on Facebook. Uh, not not worth it. Um, there you go. No, I, I well, actually, I was bummed. Spoilers, I guess. I don't know anymore what is a spoiler. Spoilers. Uh, because all the, interview, all the interviews for this movie has uh, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and Ernie Hudson yeah. in, sitting on talk shows. So everybody knows they're in it. But before that was announced... I did stop following the Ghostbusters Instagram account because they posted pictures of all the action figures coming out with this. And I saw Bill Murray and I was like, fuck, I didn't know he was actually in this until your dumb Instagram post of these toys. I'm kind of pissed, but yeah, it, uh, yeah that's whatever. I want to say people need to realize that with or without spoilers, you still need to experience the ride people. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. And it's um. It's funny that like these are the topics that we're talking about. Uh, I want to go back to the the to- the Thanksgiving thing because this is the second time oh, I okay. hear about this. Uh, I sure. had no idea what it was. Um, was uh, somebody on uh, on another Discord was just like, "Hey, we're starting Thanksgiving," and I'm like, "What the hell is Thanksgiving?" Oh, is it actually a thing? Apparently, it's a thing. Yeah, it yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I, it's funny that you mentioned it, and then somebody else on Discord I mentioned because like, yeah, we're starting Thanksgiving with Castaway. Um, like they're watching Castaway. That's a hell of a start. It's yeah, it's a hell of a start, and and I thought it was funny because uh, I worked with his stunt double from that movie. Oh, okay, yeah. When that's I used cool. to, it's super random, super fucking mm-hmm. random. But I guess that's living living in L.A., living in Hollywood. You know, it's kind of like I guess it just happens to us, right? When we're there. Mm-hmm. But I used mm-hmm. to work for. Um, he's no longer there. He moves stores. Um, but I used to work at the Mercedes Benz in downtown L.A. Uh, as a porter driver, shuttle driver, where I just used to move the cars or take the customers out to their destination when they drop off their cars for services and stuff like that. That's what I was doing. Oh, okay. My manager mm-hmm. at the time had an uncanny look to Tom Hanks, but mm-hmm. he was like not brunette. He was blonde, like la la la. And I'm like, uh-huh. dude, like, I'm like, this dude looks like Tom Hanks. And so, like, after yeah. a couple of weeks, I went up to him and I was just like, hey, man, did anybody ever tell you that you look like Tom Hanks? And he's like, yeah, sure enough, I used to work with him. And I'm like, what do you mean? And I was like, you ever see a movie <laughs> called Castaway? Pulls out a DVD uh-huh. from his drawer. Like, and I'm like, oh. Jesus Christ. Oh, I, I, okay. Like, it's it's your, your. He just hands it to you? Well, you can. Yeah, this is like, yours. it's one of those, like, yeah, it felt like, have you watched it before? And I was like, yeah, I've seen it. Oh, okay. Like, if that's me, yeah, I was a stunt double. Like, la, la, la. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, and I was just like, yeah. And so I thought that was funny. Like, I guess Thanksgiving is a thing. Um, and I just wanted to bring that out. And then the second thing, uh, going back to Ghostbusters, is I I like the Ghostbusters, but I don't know how much I like them. And I got to say, I think the first one is definitely the better one out of the oh, two. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I think to me, it's just like you said, like the comedy of it is all the timing of some of it is just perfection. Um, one of the lines mm-hmm. that always like, stands out to me. Uh, is when they're trying... I think it's the first one. It might be the second one. No, the first one's where they're trying to shut them down, right? When they're trying uh, to shut down the they, building? Yeah, they do... Well, they get shut down. The Ghostbusters get... Like, their business gets shut down at one point in the first one. And right? And in the yeah, second one. I, w- but, yeah. where's, the, where's the one where the guy comes in and, like, he shuts them down? It's like this lawyer, like, city-type dude. He's just like, I can't do it. Like, la, 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 you guys got to shut it down. And then they go to mm-hmm. the... 
See, I don't remember him. They that go way. to the mayor. Yeah, they go to the are mayor. You, are you leading up to? Yes, it's true. This man has no penis. Yeah, this this man <laughs> has no dick. Yeah, we were all good till yeah. dickless over here shut us down. Like, yeah, that it's that that whole part right there. Like, we're all yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Because yeah. he, all yeah. dickless. And then he's like, yeah, is it Ray true? says we were fine until old Dickness uh, shut us down. And the mayor asks, "Is it true?" And <laughs> Bill uh, Murray, yeah. And he goes, "Yes, it's true. This, this man. man has no dick." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, yeah and, and so I don't, and like I said, I don't remember where that. I think it's the first one. Um, I gotta watch him again and stuff like that. But like, because I've always liked the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. I want to say mm-hmm. I do have a Funko Pop. Of the state marshal, like the big old big boy, like the ten inch oh, ones big, that they yeah. have, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure I have, um, uh, Dan Aykroyd's and Bill Murray's character covered up in slime somewhere back there. Okay, for those they that had those, yeah, yeah, for those that aren't aware, and for the listeners that are listening to this right now, um, I have a wall of Funko Pops that I don't really show off often, um, but mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're buried somewhere there, hidden somewhere in there. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I just yeah. wanted to point that out. I want to check out the new one. I've heard good things like about it. it. Um, and then uh, I, I guess I got to give the other one a shot too, the all female cast one, just to so that I don't do I, the whole let me fucking rag on it without even having watching the product. You know, that's the thing. That is the thing. And and I know. Uh, I don't know. I just I'm just gonna say what I think about this movie. I liked it. It's not. Uh, the i'm sure it'll get overhyped just because of the staff or staff the cast um but it's good paul rudd is good the the main girl that plays egon's granddaughter like she's gonna be going spoilers scotty she she is spoilers that's in the first trailer that's his granddaughter Um, but she's uh the yeah she's the most talented uh out of the kids for sure um the um yeah but the story is fun the 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 it's just it's a, it was a good movie i liked it they did some things respectfully they did some things that were a little goofy um but they they also kind of left it open if they want to do more but at the same time it could be the closing of the story it it really depends on i i they don't need to do anything more with the original cast like they're getting up there they just let them let them be yeah. but um well, I mean, but like I, I, I enjoyed think, it. I think that's mm-hmm. one of the harder things too. It's just like when you're trying to bring up something like as iconic as the Ghostbusters or any other franchise. It doesn't have to be Ghostbusters. When you're trying to reboot or remake, the nostalgia factor holds on so much that a lot of people are, can't get over that. Like they just can't. Right. Like, hey, we can have a separate product. It's not going to be the same thing. Um, yeah, I'm having that issue right now with uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone re-released a director's oh, cut of rocky four yeah yeah mm-hmm. and rocky four to me is like my favorite rocky and i like don't want to watch it but at the same time i'm like i do want to watch it but i gotta get yeah. over like i said it's just like just watch it and see how it is it's not like Corey was saying it last week where he's like we live in a uh, he's like i think we live in a world where we could have both and i'm like no and i'm like but it's true we live in a world where we could have three of them fuck it why not yeah you know apparently. so but it is what uh, it is. Yeah, well, that's I I liked it, and I think though, um, I like the references they had, but I think a lot of the reason that I did enjoy it was because I saw the female cast one, and that one just did I comparatively, I feel like that one did not respect the franchise, like yeah. one of the most culturally known movies on this planet, and they did not do well 
Uh, this one did, but it makes sense because it was the Ivan Reitman's son, the original director of the first one. Uh, his son directed this one, and uh, oh. his dad helped him a little bit with it too. So yeah, so that makes sense. Um, but so, but also that in mind, like I, I, I don't, I'm not going to speak for Corey, but him and I were talking about this movie, and he was not as big of a fan of it. And I was like, "Did you see the all female cast one?" And he's like, "No." And I'm like, "I don't. I'm not saying you need to see it." But the fact that I saw that shows me how good this one is. But also, like, that one kind of had to happen. Because if that one did not happen, this one, they wouldn't have known exactly what not to do because of all the backlash with all that other shit. Right. Um, so, like, it's all, it's, it's, it's a weird, wobbly thing. But, like, it's you, you it appreciate definitely this been one. worse. Yeah, you can appreciate <clears throat> this one more because the last one was really rough. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and it's like, and, and I said to him also to quote red letter media, I've, I've lived long enough to see my childhood franchises get destroyed. So I think it's also <laughs> coming from a place with like how much Michael Bay has done with turtles and transformers. Um, just how there are all these remakes and reissues that don't have to happen that like this one was continuing. And I think it was still done well. And there were even nods to the freaking cartoon, the real Ghostbusters, oh, wow. which is actually a decent cartoon, and it does hold up. It's it's spookier than it should have been for kids, for sure. Yeah. Um, but it's it's still a decently animated, like pretty good cartoon overall. But they had like references to that in this because that did pick up right after the second movie. The cartoon did. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it was fun overall. I, I don't really care how it's going to get received because I enjoyed it, and I'll get it on Blu-ray when it comes out. I did not say that about the other one, but I didn't hate it either. There you go. Um, so I think it was fine. I think it was fine and it was fun, and there there was goofy stuff. Some of the jokes did feel a little forced, um, but it was still good, and I can't, I can't say the parts that I enjoyed because they will totally be spoilers, but um, it was a good time. There it is. Um, oh, yeah. And speaking of things that I'll be over judgmental about, I started watching Rachel and I started watching the live action Cowboy Bebop. Hey, what do you think of it? Um, it is. I've not seen many live action animes, okay. uh, but I know that they can be pulled off. But at the same time, there are certain things that should stay in anime. Um, oh, really? Okay. And I don't know. We've only watched two episodes, dude. Each episode's like 40 or 50 minutes. I was not ready for that. I but was also, not ready for that either. Yeah. Also, there were only 10 episodes. So I was like, uh... Because in, in, in my brain, I'm like, anime, 26 episodes a season. Or a series, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like... And, and it, it's just like... You have so many things in your mind. And... I would almost say you said you've not seen the original Cowboy Bebop. I, have I not. think I think you should not watch that before you watch this and I think you would enjoy this more. Right. I'm not not enjoying this, but it's so hard for me to not picture the characters as they are in the anime. And whoop, gotcha. how's your camera? No, oh, we're good. I was just blurry and I was trying to fix okay. myself. <laughs> That's okay. Um yeah. So like it's not bad, but I I'm sure it's getting reamed online. But I don't care. I don't. What it comes down to is I don't care how this thing turns out. I don't care if I like it or not. We haven't even gotten to the episode with Ayn in being introduced yet. Rachel said she saw something. She likes Cowboy Bebop, and I kind of use that as a as a gateway to introduce her to other animes because it's yeah. very much a, a 
I was going to say user friendly. I don't know what that is. Um, it's a Cowboy Bebop's a really good introductory anime, I think, because it doesn't follow every single trope that makes some animes weird, um, or by anime standards anyway. So like, she saw something that she hadn't told me about because it spoiled something, and it might make me hate the show. I think. Okay. Um, but it's just like you have to wrap your brain around the fact that this is bounty hunters in space with real people in the future where we're just hanging out on Jupiter because we can now and things like that. So I don't know. I don't, I think uh, if I could say one legit thing that bothers me is how they're making the characters look and they're trying so hard to make them look like the anime characters that that takes me out of it. Like an example, the example is jet, who I don't know any of the characters' names in real life, but it's not Spike, who's played by either Harold or Kumar. I don't even know his real name. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, but so the dude that plays Spike, or I'm sorry, the dude that plays Jet, in the anime, he's got a scruffy beard, but to the point that like the beard like comes out to these points like on the sides. They didn't okay. need to do that for the real live action thing because it looks stupid. They but if they don't, him... but if they don't, it's not true to the anime. It doesn't look believable. Like, no one would, like, anyone that gives a shit enough to have a beard and keep it not not letting it go insane would, like, trim these random parts that stick out that would not happen on a human. And that, that kind of, I need to get beyond that. Yeah. But, oh, my gosh. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't know if the casting was as on point as, as they needed it to be. Some of Faye lines in, some of Faye's lines when she's introduced are, like, bad yeah like uh, one of her lines is literally you guys are such dicks or something like that and it's just like stupid but i don't know i want to finish the series I'm, we're gonna finish it um but i don't i don't have high hopes uh and i don't know why they thought they could have this live up to an anime that's so fucking nuts so we'll see yeah, I'm. I want to check it out. Honestly, I think it's gonna be one of those things. Like some people were talking about, like, oh, let's have a watch party and stuff like that. Like, la la la. But as somebody coming in to not knowing what any of this is, I feel like it's mm-hmm. probably one of those shows that I gotta watch on my own. Um, just because, mm-hmm. like, if I do probably. a watch party on Discord or something like that, people are gonna be like, oh, well, this is like different from the anime, and this is this is. This. I have no reference. Yeah. Like I have no reference. Like right. you said it. Like you mentioned it earlier. It's just like I. It's. I could watch this and probably enjoy it a lot more than I would watching the anime first and then do this. Cause there I've had that conversation where people are like, no, watch the anime first so you can appreciate. And I'm like, no, it's, it's the, the conversation that I have all the time with people talk about final fantasy seven remake that like there's people out there that think it's a terrible game and it's worse than the original, but I didn't get too involved with the original to care enough about it. Aside from like, oh yeah, Tifa's hot, and that's about it, you know? Right. And yep. so playing the remake, it was just like, oh my god, this is amazing. And they're like, well, that's because you never played the original. That's fine. I still enjoyed this fucking game. Like, yeah, it's, so let me so, just have fun. So yeah, I think I, I, I'll probably will start like binge watching that. Um, I didn't expect them to be 40 minutes long either, though. I thought they were just like 30 minutes. I was episodes. not ready for that at all. Yeah. yeah, I told Rachel too, I was like, you know, I'm not trying to be on a high horse, but this is why anime is almost better than all American television, because each episode would also be like 24 or 26 minutes. They had less fucking commercial time, 
but it would be condensed. They would know when to stop things. Walking Dead's going into what it's twenty something season at this point, probably. Who knows? We don't know how to stop. Like it, it's better writing. It's more respected writing, in my opinion, if you know how to end a story. Yeah. Not we need to keep making money and then make this horrible. Uh, um, apparently, though, it was like some sort of success with that because they did mention like a One Piece live action movie too, right? That's going to be happening soon. Right. Oh, I'm sure there are good ones out there. Like, I actually own a live-action anime movie, the the GTO movie, Great Teacher Onizuka. Um, that movie's fucking great, and oh, it's a live-action version. One? Did I see the live-action uh, one of Grand Teacher Onizuka? I it's I did. Older. I did. I did. I did see it. Because it was when I was watching the anime, and then I was like, wait, there's a movie? And like, I think the biggest <laughs> complaint is that he's not blonde in this one, right? He's like a brunette. Oh, no, he's not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, but like, no, I still I still watched it. But yeah, the, apparently it's good. Netflix announced a, a live action uh, well, One Piece movie, and they announced the cast. I mean, so. every fucking successful anime is going to have a live action. Like, there's Attack on Titan. There's Full Metal Alchemist. There's, there's Dragon Ball. I don't know how we don't. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know how I don't know how we don't have unless it didn't make it past the testing. I'm so surprised there's not like a live action Akira yet. Of Is some not? shape or form. I don't think so, but I I could be wrong. I, I feel like I'm an amateur weeb when I'm around you guys. So I don't know. Oh, dude, I'm no, you you know a lot more of the uh, anime than I am. I'm what a weeb, uh, fake. OK, yeah, fake weeb because I have. Dragon Ball, Sailor Moon, Gundam Wing is like usually what I talk about. And if it's not that, I'm talking about hentai. And it's just like, okay. Like, you know what I mean? All right. So. Yeah. But uh, looking up, apparently there's a 2021 Akira movie in the works. Live action movie. 2021? Yeah. Like well, it came yeah. out? Yeah. Shit. Hold on. <laughs> is there a live action Akira? <laughs> the filming project started in 29. When it was, uh, oh, the movie has been put on indefinite hold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure it has. So there it is. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm I mean we're gonna finish it, but it's the soul it's the whole thing that I tell everybody, and I it's funny that the weekend has been this with Ghostbusters and Cowboy Bebop, two of my favorite things, but like Michael Bay has taught me any type of remake or reimagining like this, just take it as a fan fiction. You can always go back to the originals and just enjoy those. So yeah. relax. There it is. You know. Yeah. Uh Fuck Other yeah. than that, though, I did get a pickup. Uh, mentioned real quick, uh, it finally came. Uh, IDW did a Sonic the Hedgehog 30th anniversary release thing. Um, I got Ooh. the deluxe hardback. Nice. Um, so, and it's pretty cool. I don't know how to open books ever when I'm showing them off. Um, oh yeah. I mean, it's a Sonic comic. What am I going to really show here? Uh, but the Eddie, tell your Amazon people. To package books better. Oh my god, you don't even want me to start with that, dude. <laughs> I know. Well, no, I, I, know. I was bummed, but uh, and and you can. I don't know if this is going to show up at all on camera. I see it. It's not yeah. going to focus on that, but it's the, the corner was bent. But mm -hmm. it's really like I don't care that much. But I was I was more bummed that I open it up and all it is is like three airbags on top of this thing, and it's like that's not going to protect a the part of a book that gets damaged like all they need to because i've ordered things uh, through the pandemic i've been ordering more books and more uh um volumes trade paperbacks uh and like if it's a hardcover some places will do the foam corners because yeah. that's really all that needs protected as long as that's balanced and protected you honestly could get away with not even having stuff on the cover yeah um 
And it just bums me out that they don't have... The reason I get bummed about it is because... You should be bummed about it. You should be. Yeah. Well... But also because that's what Amazon started as. They were they used to only be books. Yeah, <laughs> like and I'm getting damaged up. books from Amazon. It, it, it's, yeah, it, yeah. So. It's interesting because like I I I was gonna make a comment last time, and then I was just like, man, this is probably gonna get me fired or whatnot. But I don't really know who watches this podcast, and if they do, fuck it, so be it. it. It is what it is. But I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm convinced that either Jeff Bezos hates vampires or is a vampire himself, or uh, is a Nazi. And the reason why I say that is because every time that we get books, it doesn't matter what kind of damage it has. If it has the slightest fucking damage, destroy. And I'm like, why? Donate. Like, fucking, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it's still sellable. Sell it at a price or something like that. So hypothetically speaking, if you were to send that book back, if you were to send that book back and I were to receive it mm-hmm. and it says, does it have any damage on the cover? It's going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes. It's going to ask me how yeah. long, if it's like more than an inch, it's going to get trashed. Oh, it's not that, but I mean, but the thing is like, not even that it's bumped on the corner. It actually yeah. is torn up there. You can see like yeah. the white so, coming through. So the I can, I can put that as a, t- as so. a tear. I could put that as a tear oh. and it automatically boom into the bin, destroy bin. The thing is, too, like, everybody's telling me, like, oh, get a return. Like, this came out, like, six months ago, so I should have had it a long time ago. Yeah. And if I get another one, it's just going to be damaged again. What's yeah. the point? Yeah. So, no, I'm, that, I'm, the I'm, only reason I got it through Amazon is, like, I couldn't. It was sold out on IDW's actual official site, yeah. but I could get it through Amazon. And I don't care that much about it, but it just, it drove, it, I hate saying this, but it really is the principle because they started selling only books, and that's all that I ever get that's yeah. damaged from Amazon now. So yeah, no, I I don't know if you Ugh. were I don't know if you were on the podcast. Uh, I want to say that you were when I talked about that. Like when we get good quality books that get yeah, returned, because I mentioned the strategy guides with games. Yeah, and, stuff. and so uh, yeah, that's right. And so it was just like yeah, it's unfortunate when I see things like that come back up, and I'm just like I just got to trash it, and, and it hurts. It, yeah. it really hurts because like one of the things they tell you right from the back is they're like, don't use your judgment. Like just because you would take it or you would resell it doesn't mean that Amazon would want you to Mm -hmm. resell it type of thing. And we had to, I was telling my friend who works for Lego. um, And I told him, I was like, man, you and your Mila Kunis and your Lego people. Oh yeah, dude. Like I do. There was a point, this (laughs) same friend. So check this out. Like I'm not trying to put like his business out there or anything like that. But uh, when we used to all live in California, because that's where we grew up and that's how I met him, um, we went to high school together and all that stuff. Uh, he wor- he worked at Toys R Us, and from Toys R Us, he like had like like I t- I call him like the collect the toy collector's fucking career is what I say is he had because he went from okay. Toys R Us to Mattel to Nintendo to Lego. Yeah, that's almost Tom Kaczynski of Sega because he worked for Mattel and then he worked for Sega, yeah. but he was like known in the toys industry before he got into games. So that's yeah, that's quite yeah. a and then and very then, colorful career. And then his wife has only had two jobs in her life because she was like a full time student, and then like immediately after school, she started working for Disney, and then from Disney she went to Nike. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, like it's like huge, and so like good wow. for them, like you know. But um, yeah. I was talking to my buddy because now he works for Lego. He works for Lego, and uh, 
I told him, I was like, he's always telling me, like, talking, like, he's like, bro, I hate when I see all these packages that are torn and, like, la da da, because I gotta destroy them because it's, like, protocol and, like, yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, Adam, well, don't worry about it. It's shit. Like, it's money. Like, you don't wanna fucking, like, you know, worry about, like, if Lego doesn't care, then you shouldn't care either. But when I start getting things, uh, the new things that are coming out are the, the Lego, like, bust of, like, Star Wars. Yeah. You know, yeah, that, like, I've Boba Fett and Darth mm-hmm. Vader's. And I had yep. to destroy a Darth Vader one because they put the fuck someone opened it and said I don't like it close it back Uh up put a shitload of tape over it put the fucking address label on it send it to me and so now I'm looking at it like oh I gotta report every single thing that's wrong with this package click 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 and then the outcome is put it in the destroy bin and I'm like but it's still good like it's yeah. like the, the bags haven't been open. Like it's just like, mm-hmm. eh, I don't want it. I don't know if this is a thing that's now because of the pandemic. It could have been different before, but that's true too. It, it's yeah. it's it's unfortunate. It sucks. And I told him I was like, bro, I yeah. feel your heart. I feel your pain now, because like like I'll get a lot of things that I'm just like, man, it's just it just done. It's uh, it just shows how wasteful we are and how much we just don't yeah. care, you know. But it is what it is. Don't bite the hand that feeds. Yep. Sorry, Amazon, don't fire me. But uh <laughs> Yeah, that hole in the ozone's not getting any smaller. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, I will say though, this is great for fans. There's a lot of throwbacks in this. It almost felt like I was reading old Archie comics for uh for one of the stories. Um the art is awesome. Like the to the point, I'll let me see if I can find one of the pages. Like I was actually I shouldn't have tried to read this while I was going to bed because it was um waking me up more because i was admiring the art so much but this one page specifically i'll hold it up here like knuckles looks like the old like 1993 instruction manual kind of style artwork and stuff like so it's just i really appreciated how um they were able to draw certain things and that's something too that i've learned to I mentioned through the pandemic i have gone through the old sonic comics that i used to collect but i've gone through them um, by getting Archie was man, they were shoveling out shit at one point just before the Sonic coming <laughs> yeah. comic went under because they were doing um, trade back trade. They call them graphic novels, but because they were like smaller, not the size like this. The thing that I'm holding up is the size of a comic, but the other ones would be like a third of this or like smaller. You know, you could fit in your back pocket, but it'd be like eight issues. So I, I was reading those throughout the pandemic, yeah. and um, but with that. I was just remembering like, man, this art is so inconsistent and some of it is so bad, but IDW has really good people drawing for them. Like Tracy Yardley, Matt Herms on the colors and stuff. But man, I, I did not know how bad it was when I was growing up with these comics, but like the, the new Sonic comics look really great. And since it's IDW, I'm still praying for a Sonic and Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters and Transformers crossover all into one right? <laughs> somehow. It'll happen because they're all under that umbrella now. Yeah, is it? Didn't it happen so. in Space Jam, <laughs> the second one? Oh God, <laughs> man! Uh, no, there are already TMNT crossover with Ghostbusters. There, there was a whole series of TMNT crossover with like X Files, Ghostbusters, Batman. Um, Transformers, probably. I forget what else, but comics are crazy, kids. Well, it'll 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 come out as a comic, and then eventually there'll be like some kind of smash like game. We're gonna get it. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Jesus, that's been happening a lot too. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
I mean, they got to fill the void. Is, yeah, Shaggy's a Super Saiyan. We can all rest easy now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that in mind, that's all I've got. That's all. I did not expect us to talk about all our shit this long, but we did. But we did. You know what? So fuck so the last news. time they're going to let just yeah. the two of us talk. Yeah, that's fine. That's what they get. All right, stop having yeah. babies. <laughs> yeah, this is your fault. Yeah, stop having babies. Uh, no, it's all good. It's all good. And like I said, like I mean, like as far as the like the news goes and everything like that, we can definitely just tup- touch up on uh, on it. We don't need to take a segue to a break or anything like that. We could just power on through um, and talk mm-hmm. briefly what we like, what we didn't like um, mm-hmm. about basically Xbox and what's going on. Uh, with their 20-year anniversary, and uh, I didn't watch the show. I know you said that you watched the show. I kind of picked up on a few yeah. things. Um, I Was it you that tweeted that said, I guess now I got to pick up, I got to sign up for Paramount for this Halo-like show or something like that? No, no I, I don't care that much about it. Yeah, no. so, somebody somebody was like, <laughs> I laughed because they were just like, well, I guess I got to sign up for, the, for Paramount Plus for this whole thing now. And I was like, I, you know, if you're a T-Mobile member, I had said, if you're a T-Mobile member, it's uh, actually offered for free. Like you get like three months of uh oh weird yeah okay. it's it's it, I know it's like it was like re like it happened like a week and a half ago, and my sister mm-hmm. sent it to me and she's just like yeah apparently we had like three months of Paramount Plus, uh just okay. for being T-Mobile members and he's like well I have Sprint and I was like well sucks to be you <laughs> sorry yeah you know um, no they kind of had a cool little just a 20th anniversary for xbox and for halo um because that debuted with xbox but they did do a lot of neat stuff during um they just showed old series old games that like started on xbox that i'm sure a lot of people forgotten about but they also addressed like the connect fiasco and and other stuff and and poked fun at their own things which is good um it reminded me also of a video i watched recently by stop skeletons for fighting where they did a past mortem on the Xbox One's horrible, horrible launch. Mm-hmm. Um, how everybody thought it had to be online at all times. You couldn't play used games. All that crap that was poorly um, uh, portrayed okay. to the audience and to everybody. But, like, it was cool, though, just seeing all these old series. And then Xbox also... Or, not Xbox specifically. But they said, like, oh, and also, here's 70 backwards paddle... Weep. Backwards yeah. compatible games, um, seventy plus, and there were seventy six. And I was trying to get a list, but this is when the internet decides not to show me anything. I yeah, need. I was trying to find a list for that too. But one of the ones that I want to point out that apparently is like Fifty Cent, Blood in the Sand is apparently now, Blood in the Sand is apparently now backwards compatible on there, and it has seen a surge in price for people oh, really? to buy. Yeah, because it went from like a five dollar item to like a. $250 item now. What? You gotta love it. You can still get it. You gotta you can't, love it. Uh, um, this is internet. not a great picture. Yeah. Uh, the No, but the that is a good game from what I've understood. Like, 50 cent aside, it's just a decent game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, is this gonna work or not? I'm trying to look at the fucking image. I found an image of the list of games, but not a actual list um yeah but it's really cool uh seeing that they can do that because xbox just understands things now they understand what people want well this doesn't look great but i'll send this to you or will i god damn it 
Uh, let me copy and paste this over in our little chat. That's at least a picture of the list, but I, see it, I guess yeah. I just won't find an actual list. Um, so, like, oh, beautiful Katamari's on there. That's cool. Um, you forget about a lot of games, though. Dead or Alive, all those that were on there. Uh, the Fear games. Um, let's see. The Outfit. No, I don't know. Otogi was a game that people were excited about. Time Splitters. You can finally play those things. There you go. Uh, they did make a point to note that every Max Payne game is now playable on Xbox yeah, Series X. Yeah, I did X. see that. They, well, they specifically pointed that out. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, yes, Star Wars games, uh, SpongeBob games, um, but it's just like wow. Yeah, I wish that I was more excited about this, but I was in a dumb mindset when the Xbox came out, like, and the Dreamcast was dead, and I was like, "Fuck them! They're trying to take over the Dreamcast spot." Even though the better sequels went over to there, like Shenmue and Panzer Dragoon, and House yeah. of the Dead Three and stuff, um, but. It is still really cool to see them recognize that people want to play their old games, so we're going to let them play their old games. <laughs> I, uh, I I thought it was funny because when I first saw this, they're like new backwards compatible. I thought they were being added to the Game Pass, and I was like, oh yeah. shit, like that's not bad, like la la la. So I went and looked for them to see if I could install a few, and then I was just like, oh wait, I misread this. <laughs> I was like, these are backwards compatible. You got to own them. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's still cool, though. They don't have to do any of this, but they're yeah. learning, and they probably learned more when Sony got so much shit for closing down, uh, or saying that they were going to close down the different networks to buy these old games and everything. So, I I wish that I could be more excited, but I did not have the history. I had a I have a history with Halo, so I'm excited for more Halo and Halo Infinite. They also dropped the multiplayer for that during this uh, for Halo Infinite that's going to be coming out later in December uh, or early December, I think beginning of it but still really cool um and i also learned that i need to play the burnout games because i apparently missed all of those the and i was games? watching next lander yeah like takedown i learned of that and i had no idea what really what these games were other than arcade racers so burnout three takedown was the yeah, reason that's... i loved the xbox Oh, I, I will say go. that because mm -hmm. I was on the same boat as you. Like I didn't have a Dreamcast. Uh, I was at the time. I think the GameCube was the one that I had to go up against the Xbox. Mm -hmm. um, I did it at one point. End up having an Xbox, but I didn't play Halo. Like I didn't play anything. Like I legit want to say the reason I picked up an Xbox was because of the beach volleyball game. That, like, makes sense to me, because I can't think of any other reason yep. why I would want to pick that up. Not Shenmue 2. Not Dead or Alive, though, the, the fighting game, but the beach volleyball game. Because I don't even remember, like, what other games that I played on there, um, except for Burnout Takedown, Grand Theft Auto, uh, I think eventually came to, that, to the Xbox as well. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 Substance. Was it an Xbox Both of those exclusive? Had, like exclusive yeah, things. Yeah, they were to exclusive them. Yeah. for them for a while. So like I want to say like that's the reason like I wanted to try other things that I just didn't have available, and that's what like gravitated me towards it. Because I didn't really get into Halo until like Halo Three on the 360. Oh, wow. Yeah, like that's like mm -hmm. I remember like that having a LAN party and 
my Xbox 360 yeah. getting dropped and I, it was a whole different beat. Yeah, it was, it was wild, but right. I, I, I digress. Uh, what I'm trying to get to is burnout takedown is I enjoyed mm-hmm. on the Xbox, uh, for two, for two, well, for two reasons. Um, actually one reason it's one reason, but there's two games I like the, yeah, that's it. Cause I played Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, on the PlayStation 2, and I played Burnout 3 on the PlayStation 2. However, the Xbox offered the feature to upload your own music and create your own soundtracks into the game. So, my own custom soundtrack of a bunch of shitload of different type of music in San Andreas Mm -hmm. and Burnout 3 Takedown, man, like, fucking phenomenal. And Burnout yeah. 3 Takedown to me is just like by far one of the best like racing arcade games out there. Um, gotta play it now. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's 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 I highly recommend it out of the Burnout series. Like you don't have to play one or two because one or two aren't bad, but Burnout 3 Takedown is like where it's really at. Um, and then they came out with the Burnout Revenge or whatever, or whatever and shit. Yeah, and and it kind of mm-hmm. like changed it. But mm. I I I had hours and hours of fun with Burnout 3 Takedown. It's so good, and it and it still plays yeah. well because I recently I was just like, oh well, I was like messing around with like PlayStation Two emulation, and I was just like, oh, let me see what I can do about this, like la da da. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I could get Burnout Three, and I did. It's a little rough uh, to emulate, but overall, it still plays fucking fantastic. I got lost. I was just like, oh, what I'm just gonna test it out to see if I can like play this like later on, and like next thing I know, it's like four hours into it, and I'm like, oh fuck, yeah, here we are again. So. Yeah, that's what uh, Nextlander was doing their thing uh, of commenting on the Xbox 20 premiere or whatever the show was. Yeah. And then they thought they didn't know Halo was going to get dropped during this. And so they were just playing original Xbox games. And then they were going to jump over to people playing the backwards compatible because they do boost up some 360 stuff with their the frames. They actually yeah. boost up the frames per seconds. Like I've seen some of the stuff like Sonic Generations looking phenomenal and different stuff. But um. But Vinny on there was playing Burnout Takedown, and he's going through the soundtrack, and I'm like, oh my god, Midtown, Motion City soundtrack, mm-hmm. Newfound Glory. I'm yep. like, holy shit, this is basically the movie, the movie, the music I was listening to during this era that got me into more bands and stuff. But it makes sense that I completely missed this series, because after the Dreamcast, we got the GameCube, and then during that time was when I started taking drum lessons and learning guitar and like playing music and not playing barely any game video games so burnout was on ps2 and xbox which i did not have until college yeah so it makes total sense that i completely missed this series but i love arcade racers so i have to try it i have to try takedown i might try some others i know they re-released um something recently uh i forget but it was yeah, also it was, right uh... around the time when like paradise is that the one you're talking about Burnout yeah paradise? i think yeah. that was the one yeah yeah but i like super didn't i super duper did not want to get that because that was also when ea was doing every scummy thing possible with the star wars game so it was like i don't want to buy an ea game right now but i would like to play this i think burnout so. yeah burnout takedown was a good answer to all the simulation stuff that was going on oh, there. Yeah. as far as like arcade racing right. it was fast it was grungy the music was there. Mm-hmm. You got a DJ announcer. I want to say his name is... I, I, I don't <laughs> think it's Stryker uh, was the guy in there, but it sounds like a Stryker. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, hey, this is so-and-so. We're back here on the course again. Like, blah, blah, blah. Let me just tell you about this. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And you would unlock cars and you would do all this like 
crazy stuff. But like I said, it's it's such a fun, fun, fun racer. Um, yeah, and it's linear. It's like it's not like it's like open world sort of, but not really. Um, and I I was having a blast with it. I was just having a really really blast with it. It just uh, it's still like I said, it's when I when I played Cruising World that came out for the Switch, I was like it had elements of that. Or not oh, Cruising Cruise World, Blast. Uh, Cruise and Blast. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Cruising Blast. Have mm-hmm, you played Cruising mm-hmm. Blast yet? Yeah, we played the shit out of that. We beat the campaign last okay. week or whatever it is. So yeah, Cruising Blast has some moments where like you run into the other cars and they flip and crash and it slows down for them. The first yeah. thing I thought of, I was like, oh, "This is Takedown." <coughs> I was yeah. like, "Holy shit!" And like, and and this was one of my favorite like mo- like modes that they had in there. Where like they put you in an intersection. This is the PlayStation Two emulation, by the way. I could tell because the sky's black and the sky's not supposed to be black. But uh, oh, weird. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, that was the core. The mode they showed that. Um, oh yeah, the undercarriage is green. Yeah. Uh, it's a little delayed for me, but yeah, that's the mode that Next Lander was playing. Was you just have? It's just like a crash mode or crash course or something. Yeah, where you try to just cause collision after collision, mm-hmm. like a Rube Goldberg. I think, almost, it's called, like... I think it's called like impact mode or something like that. And uh, mm-hmm. and like yeah, it's just like they put you in an intersection, like they give you all these like there's a ramp here, there's this here, there's this part there, um, and just create a yeah. big of an explosion as much as you can, as much damage you can, and financially and have at it. But to me, like I said, it was one of those things that I was just like, having a blast. And I remember me and my buddy, I think we did a land party for this too. Uh, where him and I were just going head to head because you could do that, um, and we were just—it it was such a good game. I, I will always have a praise for this fucking game. I gotta get, yeah, I gotta get it. I not just give it a shot. I think I need to own this thing because we did recently find Rachel's PS2, so we're probably gonna get that version. Um, yeah, yeah. I skipped out on a lot of Xbox stuff, but and then later on, but Halo I played. I only experienced like the first two games through co-op campaign, which was cool. And then when four was coming out, I did my research and just looked up the story bits and like was ready for the, or Halo five. I mean, sorry, um, on the one and all that stuff. So I, I have some history with them, but, uh, yeah, I should, I don't know. I just don't, I, I have no, I'm in no rush to spend half a grand or more on a console right now, though, yeah. because there's nothing on either that is pushing me towards them. Um, so it's it's more of like I will get these things that I can play on my 360, maybe, but yeah. not not rush out and buy a Series X or or a PS5 or anything crazy. Yeah, I um, I was very on the fence with the Xbox. I had an Xbox One when it first came out, mm-hmm. and um. And I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great and stuff like that. Like, I had no issues with it. It was, like, that weird transition because, like, the 360 was great. The PS3 was not so great. The PS4 was decent. Uh, the Xbox One was decent. But I had a friend yeah. who was – he was such a Xbox fanboy. And yeah. if you weren't playing Xbox with him, it's just, like, we can't be friends type of deal. It's how he was. And for yeah. the longest time, like, uh, like every time there was like a multiplayer game that came out, like it was like, oh, we have to get on Xbox because we got to play with so-and-so or else we're going to miss out on it. And I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. whatever. So long story short, um, he ruined a lot for me. Uh, the friendship fell out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The friendship ended, ended up falling out. So I just didn't care for the Xbox anymore at all. 
like at yeah. all. Like I ended up trading it in. I didn't want to like like deal with anybody. Like I didn't want to talk to anybody about like the Xbox. Like I was like a very much an Xbox hater. Um, and Halo Five kinda helped out with that too because my buddy was like, "It's the greatest fucking Halo ever," and I'm like, "Halo Five sucked." I'm like, "Halo Five was story fucking was garbage. dumb as hell." I was so mad because yeah. it was such a fucking they fucking bait and switch you with the story because I was very intrigued to see like, oh, Master Chief went AWOL. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see what crazy shit he's going to do now. But that is not what happened at all. Nope. And then they bring in Cortana. I'm like, fuck, I don't care about your crazy girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, 100%. I, I was bummed. I was I was very bummed because I did. I got an Xbox One for Halo 5 and pretty much played the Rare Replay and I finished Halo 5. And I had the Crazy Collector's Edition, so I gave it to my buddy AJ, who's a way bigger Halo fan than me. And I, we we swapped Xboxes. Like I gave him the Halo Xbox, he gave me his, and I just traded his in. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so because I didn't, I didn't care. There was nothing else on there that I was that I couldn't play on PS4. Yeah, that is. I mean, Sony does have a lot of exclusives comparatively comparatively with this generation. But they don't seem to care about their catalog, their older catalog, and they have one they could go back further than Microsoft does, which I don't understand why they don't do. But yeah, um, well, so. that's the that's the up that, and that's the up that Xbox is getting right now, and that's the reason yeah. why I picked up a Series S, uh, because I was just like you, like uh, I told myself, I was like, I don't want to pick up, I don't want to spend like five hundred dollars on another system that's just going to sit there and I'm not going to play um like like the playstation 5 i got it day one and i don't feel like i've utilized it to its full potential you know what i mean yeah and it's just sitting, if resident it, evil came out on only the ps5 that would have pushed me towards it but you know yeah and so and then the reason why i picked up the series s is because like my buddy at gamestop was just like we were talking about the halo uh xbox series x and he's like hey you can reserve it now if you want for like 50 bucks and like blah 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 and i was like so i sent him the 50 dollars and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, man, I messed up. It's only online. He's like, I'll send you the 50 bucks back. And I was like, unless he's like, unless you want a Series S. And I was like, do you have a Series S available? And I was like, yeah. And he's just like, well, I was like, well, what do I got on reserve? Because I end up forgetting, like, I end up forgetting fucking that I, I have money just sitting at GameStop from, like, years of knowing my friend. I've known him for six years since I've lived here in Vegas. And, like, mm-hmm. it, what, what started off is just uh, he's a GameStop employee. I'm a customer. Uh, turned out to uh, into a friendship that has been fucking amazing, and and he told me he's like, yeah, dude, he's like, you probably got like about like 120 bucks of worth of like reserved games here that are just sitting there oh, because boy. like it was yeah. like Pokemon that I had like fully paid, like Metroid that I had fully paid, um, oh okay, and and stuff like that, and so I was like, okay, um, I think it was like WarriorWare at the time was like fully paid too. And so I had like about like 180, 200 bucks, maybe like just sitting there plus the 50 that I just mm-hmm. gave him. And he's just like, yeah, dude. So if you want, he's like, let me see what I can do for you. Like, blah, 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 this and this and that. Um, I traded in a few games and I ended up only like, like picking up the Series S because he had it there. And I was just like, the game pass alone is what sells it to me. That you have such a yeah. backlog of things that you could play on there, including like the sports games from EA Access, the Bethesda stuff. So Doom, um, Wolfenstein, all that shit, it just works out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still sits there most of the time when it comes down to it. 
It's it's yeah. the unfortunate thing. Is that yeah. like like I'm like I don't know what to play, and I end up playing fucking retro games that I haven't fucking played in a long time. You know what I mean? So I've held back yeah. a lot on a lot of recent pickups. Like that's why I didn't pick up Dread. That's why I didn't pick up Pokemon. But I like what mm-hmm. Xbox is doing as far as giving uh, uh, options for the players to play the games that they grew up with from back in the day. You know, the fact yeah. that we can talk about Burnout, the fact that we could talk about Dead or Alive 2, you know, because Dead or Alive 2 uh, was, you know, on the Dreamcast amazing. It was uh, great on the PS2, yeah. so it's good to see that it's on the Xbox. Um, I recently played Ninja Gaiden uh, Sigma on the PlayStation 4, yeah. which is a fucking remake mm-hmm. of a remake, and that shit was like garbage, and I was like, what the hell? I want to... Xbox is giving me the opportunity to play it on the fucking uh, Series S or X. So I'm like, yeah, I'm all for things like that, which uh, basically we should transition into what Phil Spencer has said and, you know, how he supports emulation. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Crazy. What? Emulation Uh, support? Kidding me. Yeah. So they did say, or they had, he's been interviewed, he was interviewed recently, and one of the quotes I'll take from it here uh, was he said, uh, he said, I think in the end, if we said, hey, Anybody should be able to buy any game or own any game and continue to play. That seems like a great North Star for us as an industry. Um, And yeah, uh, that, I mean, nobody's going to say it, but he's basically saying, Nintendo, get your fucking shit together, too. Uh, Rather than shutting everybody down, make your shit available. And it's not your only, your, your, Nintendo's uh, uh, fuming the wrong fires. Is that the phrase? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. Um, fueling. I said fuming. Um, they're fueling the wrong fires because they make things not available and shut things down so that then on the used game market, people have to pay thousands or hundreds of dollars for games that are not released anywhere else except for the original hardware and all that crap. Whereas Xbox is like... which and It's so hypocritical because that's what the fucking Mario 64 or 3D Mario collection was. It was just fucking ROMs and like other stuff. Like we're not, we're not idiots, Nintendo. I don't know if you're just ignoring like how much data mining is happening anymore that we see what you're releasing is not even upgraded stuff. It's just emulated things and ROMs and stuff. So, well, I I think at least they're acknowledging it. Yeah, at least they're acknowledging it. And I think it goes back to the whole thing that we've just kind of seen right now with everything that's been happening with the re-releases of old games and stuff like that, like the preservation and stuff. Yeah. But when you got like Mario 64 that was released on a, on a separate collection, um, was just a ROM and it wasn't a good one at that. Then you have the Nintendo Switch expansion that people keep shitting on it. You know, a lot of people, I'm the type of person that's like, well, at least I have an option to play it. I get the perfectionists mm-hmm. out there that are, or want the better product. So that's where I give kudos to xbox for them to be like hey we're trying to make everything possible for you to play this as it was intended and have it upgrade with the system that you're playing it on you know what i mean um yeah especially with like grand theft auto because like i i I, you know i I still stand by what i said last week about i was just like you know all people should just get over it and stuff like that but it can be rough I i can see why it can be frustrating some people where like they're like oh like it's not what it used to i was watching a friend play san andreas on the playstation 2 today um and he was having a blast and i was just like oh yeah he's like i own it so i can emulate it like blah 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 blah, this and this and that so yeah if if you're not gonna bring out a product if you're not gonna even bring out a proper product that's gonna work 
at, don't bitch about when people emulate or mod it and make it better. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. Kitty is very yeah. horrible about this too. I I hear it. <laughs> I hear. It. Um, yeah, and he had another good point in here saying, "I think we can learn from the history of how we got there through the creative." Being able to go back at past works of art, I love it in music, movies, TV. There's positive reasons for gaming to want to follow. So they really, people really do need to take heed of that. Um, yeah, and and it is really about preservation. It is important because of how ridiculous you would. I don't know. Maybe Nintendo would get into this, but Xbox sees that, and I think they saw it more with the pandemic. I hope everybody did because of how crazy the used market got yeah um because nobody was doing anything else and stores couldn't open so prices just skyrocketed of games that did not used to cost that much yeah um so it's cool but it's good that he came out and say that or says that um and uh yeah it's just that there are legal ways to do it and but the better way the thing though too is with these backwards compatible games that they added not everyone can be added because there are licensing issues. And I think that maybe that's also what Nintendo sees is like, we can't license this, so we're not going to license anything, you know, something like that, maybe. But Which, which, um, which makes sense, because like, I think I was one of the first ones that complained about uh, how Forza 7 was taken down from the Xbox Game Pass due to licensing issues. So if you didn't right. like buy it or you didn't have it, like own it, actually, um, there was no yeah. form of way to uh, for you to play it. So... Metal Gear Solid 2 is going through something like that right now, similarly as well, where like uh, they've right. lost their rights to some of the actual in-game footage that they use there, where they're not allowed to use um, like statues of George Washington or like the, any scenes or footage that have the statues uh, of George Washington. So they've been taken yeah. down from the digital storefront. And I, and I think that's why it's just like, I don't know, like I, I feel like we're going that's in the crazy. right direction. I think Xbox is definitely going in the right direction. And that's the reason why, like I said, I was like, I'm willing to support uh, Xbox in that aspect because things like the Game Pass, things about like supporting emulation, things about like being able to play the old games from back in the day, even if I have to buy them again, there's an option for me to play it how it's meant to be played and yep. it's buffed up on my system. And that's always a plus. So, yeah, yeah. I actually experienced this recently with um, uh, my favorite first. Er, not my favorite, but I really like the Resistance series. I really, really liked it on PS3. Um, and it still bums me out to this day that it could have taken on Gears of War as a contender because they have so many things in, that are similar between the two. But I had so much fun in the co-op mode of Resistance 2. It was it was ahead of its time, I felt, and it was just really good. And for whatever reason, like I was kind of in the dumps and I wanted to play Resistance 2, so I popped it into my PS3. I was like, you know what? I feel like I play the crap out of this. I kind of want to go back and just start the series over. And I'm like, all right, let me hop online. You cannot buy any of those games online anywhere except for Resistance 3. And I think the Vita game, which was not great. But it's like, so if I I don't, I only own Resistance 2 physically. So if I want to play the first Resistance game that was on PS3, I have to physically go buy it and put it in my system. <laughs> I should not have to do that in 2021 yeah. for a Sony licensed game. Why is that not on your store? Like, I don't know why they wanted to just forget about that series because it did well at a time. It did it well. Didn't, it, the, it did, by the time the. Th- yeah, it did well at a time. And I feel like they made a choice. It's, you had Resistance. 
and then you had Killzone. And I think they yep. saw Killzone as like the Halo killer. And that's, that's so what they bummed. and that's yeah. what they were going with. And then we had Killzone 3 and it's like eh. And then yeah. they still then they just said, fuck it, we're dropping resistance on the PlayStation 4 yeah. and we're just gonna go all in on Killzone. And then you're like, why did this even happen? Right. Yeah. Like this looks pretty as a sci fi game, I guess, but you had these all these crazy creatures you could have shown off on the mm-hmm. floor or something. Yep. Uh it bummed me out. The story was just always so much more interesting to me. Um yeah. Bah. Like we literally talking about land parties and stuff with the PS three. We had in my college apartment, um, we had my PS3 and my roommate's PS3. This is when I lived with three other dudes. And we had two TVs in the living room. And we had those shitty PS3 like mics that you could only uh, get with yeah. like SOCOM or something at the time. Because there weren't gamer headsets ba- yeah, always yeah. back in the day, kids. Yep. And so that like shitty Bluetooth thing. Um, and it was so sensitive that we ended up turning one off. Uh, so that we just had one like set down on the fucking table basically. And, um, (laughs) so we had two TVs in the living room and then, uh, we had teams of three on each of those playing with another team of three online, like in another part of campus. And that was fucking resistance too. It was so good. But the, 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 those servers have been down for a while. Um, but uh, but I was just remembering all that, like playing it again on my PS3. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, I have to go find. And also it was like the fact of the matter, like I want to buy Resistance 1. This game was packaged with PS3s. I don't want to pay more than like 10 bucks for this game. But if I look for it anywhere online, it's going for like anywhere from like 8 to $20. But after shipping, it's like, I got to go to a store and buy this game because I'm not paying this much. <laughs> this yeah. old ass game that was packaged and sold thousands of times over you know yeah no, it's such a sure. dumb thing to complain about but it's like sony microsoft is doing what they want to do but i still don't have like a solid reason to get an xbox series x yet like i can't well i can't you, buy well, a new console to play old games yeah if that makes sense. yeah well even and even then it's just like comes out and i think that's why i went with the series s because like out of the whole um like i said i got the playstation 5 but like a series x like i couldn't justify for the price that they were asking, but a series S was, mm-hmm. I was like, well, it's 300 bucks and I get to play next gen games on there. But even then, like halo came out, like my, my biggest issue with a lot of the next generation stuff is that like the memory is so limited. Like I only mm-hmm. have two games installed in there, which is fucking halo oh, yeah. and Forza five. Like that's yeah. it. Like, because each that's one you of, need. Yeah. Each one of them, each one of them is fucking, uh like almost like 120 gigabytes the the system itself mm-hmm. is only 500 gigabytes you can buy the external expansion or whatever you know what i mean that's another like 400 bucks or and i'm like right and I, you know that's like my biggest issue but that, then again it's like yeah there's nothing really unless i'm playing something from back in the day there really isn't anything else going on in there um i don't regret it or anything oh, I think jesus I, you brought up a picture of the socom mic that's the ps2 Oh, is I it? Think. But the PS3 oh. one is was it was like a little earpiece the size of a your thumb, you know, um, that would fold over. Dude, working at GameStop, people would trade in SOCOM that remember it required one of them required a headset or something to do like or that was the big thing is they're like this SOCOM game has voice commands and it was only online uh, or something crazy and so people would trade that in when they would realize how shitty it was. And I would just be like, oh, alrighty, I'm gonna get this used headset that you definitely did not use and play my resistance with. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's still 
Sorry, I totally interrupted your story. No, you no, no, you're away good. With that old headset, but no, that, no, that's the one you found it now. Yeah, yeah. Be on its little charger and stuff. Yeah. So all good. Yeah, Series S, but yeah, you, you know, got I, your Forza and your Halo. Yeah, that's all you need, baby. That, that's all you need. But like I said, it's it's. I think it's going in the right direction. We'll see what Halo ends up doing, and we'll see if anybody else uh, jumps in on it. I think PlayStation has the right idea. I just think charging sixty bucks a year um mm-hmm. is it 60 bucks or i don't know where the ps now. Uh, ps plus is 60 bucks yeah what does ps now go for uh i don't know because i never could justify it so i didn't even look that far into it oh it's uh, apparently 60 bucks too jesus yeah that is a streaming service where you can play old games and i oh that was another thing i did look up because if you try to find something on the playstation network it'll be like you can get this on now resistance 3 is on playstation now hooray but so so that was the difference so that's what i was going to come about the difference between ps now and gaming pass because you said it's a streaming service ps ps now and that's the issue that i have with it why i can't justify purchasing that is because everything is basically cloud gaming i mean which is i guess what we're going to like you know what i mean but i'd rather install it into my into my system especially if it's like a single player game but yep because Microsoft just announced that they launched their cloud gaming, so I don't have to install any of these games ah. if I want to play. I could just go mm-hmm. cloud, assuming that your connection is, you know, top tier and all that jazz. Amazing all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep, mine is not. But anyways, I, I mean, we're that. pro, we're pro, we're pro emulation here. I think we mm-hmm. all agree on that. Um, we're just waiting for it to finally catch on and eventually, you know become what it, we Our all expect it to be yeah and then we're just gonna yeah, hate on it, it because it, it's not enough so exactly <laughs> i want it this way it is that way i want it better yeah welcome to the internet mm-hmm. but and uh that's i think and uh the you know some of emily emulation 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 mountain uh that's the re that's how we can do the let's plays that we're doing more recently as well so mm-hmm. um which you know everybody watch those and i think that's gonna kind of wrap up things huh yep that's all we got for the news i did not think we'd be talking oh uh sorry that was the news that was the news yeah. uh i did not think we'd be able to talk this long just the two of us for one episode yeah. but here we are yeah bullshit aside i thought we were gonna be here like maybe an hour and a half tops and i was just like and that's like no discredit to you or anything like that i was just like yeah i uh I was like, it's going to be a short one, and here we are. But, you know, it's been a blast. And uh, we don't have any questions. Um, no. Uh, but, yeah, we don't have any questions this week and stuff like that. So, uh, But if you guys did have uh, any questions, you can always join the Discord. Um, we'll be more than happy Excuse to answer me? anything you can like that. Do oh, what? Oh, oh, join the fucking Discord. Um, <laughs> yeah. But what I can ask you is, uh, Scotty, what are you doing this week? What's uh, going on? It's Thanksgiving uh... week is coming up. More of nothing because yes, the holidays are happening. The holidays have kicked in, people. Yeah, and work is still stupid and crazy. It's um, the most so... wonderful DMCA we're gonna get, and Tornado Jones is gonna hate me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the weather outside is the weather. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I yeah, I don't really have any streams coming up still because uh, I'm still taking a break from that. Why? Uh, and Woman. the I mean, let's plays what. <laughs> the let's plays are coming up um i don't know 
See, Corey's not here, and he's in charge of the Let's Play schedule, so I don't know if anything is happening this week. But uh, also with the yeah, holiday, I, I, I don't think, yeah, know, I don't know how... I would assume we're having another podcast next week at least, but I really have no idea, and I can't speak for everybody. It might be just you and um, me again. Round two. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I know that there are still going to be Let's Plays released, so just keep tuning in to the Scrubverse YouTube channel, um, and you'll see those Let's Plays. You guys have made your way through a bunch of beat-em-ups. You're still in the Shovel Knight world, I believe, right now with what's Correct. being released. Uh, Legend of Lake Dragoon is still being released. Corey and I are still making our ways through Mega Man Legends. Uh, I'm going to chalk that up to him not listening to me for <laughs> some parts of the videos when I'm reading a strategy guide to him. And uh, no, but he, yeah, data. The data, or the Serbot plushie sold out on fucking Fan Gamer. I just, I cannot bring myself to pay $30 for a stuffed animal. And that's, that's. It's rough. No, it's absolutely I, rough. So I'm going to be maybe keeping an eye on Black Friday sales, Cyber Monday stuff coming up. Um, Which reminds me, I was supposed and... to buy the Nest backpack from uh, Fangamer, uh -oh. and I completely forgot. Uh-oh. I still there. I did. Oh, you know what was on sale is Hot Wheels Unleashed. If it is still on sale on Amazon, I think it was like 20 or 30 bucks off. So grab oh. that if you haven't already. No, I, I got it. Yeah. I, I have it. Oh, I, yeah, I, you did already I, have I, that I got, game. I got both of them and stuff like that. I got plenty of racing games to play. Um, and I still end up just yeah. playing Goemon, but <laughs> I still play Rocket League like regularly because it's just like, I don't want to put effort into doing anything. Yeah. I don't even want to put a disc in this console right now, yeah. but also buy physical forever, I guess. Buy um, physical forever. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't really have any personal streams going on. Uh, I think the Megavision show, I'm going to hop in on that because, uh, one half of the podcast is like hosting their family. And they normally record on Friday, which is this coming Black Friday. Yeah. But the other half, Graham is in the UK. They don't even celebrate that shit. So I'm like, hey, I'll be off. I'll hang out with you. Maybe yeah. that'll stop me from buying shit I don't need at the same time, too. Well, so this means <laughs> so, that does this mean there won't be a Thursday night uh, throwdown this week either? I doubt it because we'll be doing Thanksgiving no. stuff. But unless, unless Corey does a solo thing, which is very possible if he feels up to it. Actually, um, yeah. You, you know, know what? If it's, uh, I'll bring it up to him, too, because... So my my schedule for Thursday uh, is interesting. Uh, well, 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 I'll get into it. So, oh, well, I mean, I guess I, I'm done. Kinda, yeah, I, got I, I, was like, I didn't want to cut you off, but I was just like, hold on, yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, what I can say is that uh, Thursday I'll be actually working, but it's a half day. But since I work late night, since I yeah, work late mean? night, it's it's a weird schedule. So it's uh, if you if you go into the five thirty. Because I guess their shift is like from 5.30 in the morning to fucking like 1 or 2, whatever that shit is. Whatever 10 hours is after that. I can't do math right now. But anyways, um, the morning shift is going in from 5.30 in the morning to 11.30 in the morning. Right? Okay. Um, I'm working the late night shift. Well, the, the overnight shift, which is from 7 p.m. to 5.30 in the morning. But they're like, hey, we're giving Oof. everybody a half day. You're still going to get your full hours. But you got to come in for your second part of the shift or your first part of the shift, depending on what shift that you work in. So since I work from 7 p.m. to 530, I have to come in for the second part of my shift, which means that I'm off on Thursday, but I have to go in at 1130 p.m. Till like five. Till like 530 in the morning because I work the second half. It's du it's double pay and I get my full 10 hours. So I'm like, well, fuck, whatever. It's a, a no brainer. So if Corey yeah. wants to fucking do a Thursday night throwdown, I'll be available 
for a certain amount yeah. of time. Because I don't think I'm going to be going to my brother's because, like, me and my roommate was talking about, he's got to work, too. Like, I got to work. So we're just kind of, like, saying, like, bro, we just buy fucking makeshift shit. We'll buy a pizza, fucking Thanksgiving shit. Like, like that's it. As long as we Ugh. get pie, we're good. You know what I mean? Um, Dude, I, I hate – I Rachel and I hate holidays now because it's, there's so much coordination between our families. And, like, now that my brother's back from the Marines – it's like he's in town, so we have to figure out which house we're going to. And she's like, I can't wait till we have a house and we just decide, all right, we're hosting Thanksgiving. Yeah. Who's hosting Thanksgiving? Because we're tired of splitting it in half. And like, because like, what the first year we were together in a serious relationship, we had two Thanksgiving meals. I should not have eaten anything two days before, probably. <laughs> but yeah. No, I get so that. It's, I get it's that. weird. It's so, a dumb problem, but, it, but you know. No, no, it happens. I mean, like, I grew up, like, when I used to. Back in L.A. where uh, we used to have Thanksgiving with the whole neighborhood. Like, you know what I mean? It oh, was, wow. Yeah, it was like, dude, like, I remember our holidays was one of those things where, like, uh, it would start off at my house and then we would go, like, to so-and-so's house and so-and-so's house. And it was just a group of kids just all going together and stuff like that. And by the time I knew, there was, yeah. like, six or seven plates that I was walking with home and shit because, you know, it was like, one, and we were all, like, relatively close to each other. It was just, like, you know, five-minute walks from each other. Um, and it just mm-hmm. worked out that way. So... And even like the adults, like you would see like the adults are like, well, start off like in one place and then they would move over there. And then it's like the big place that has like the, ah, it was weird. This it was is like trick or treating, but for full meals. Yeah. And it, and it would happen. <laughs> it would happen during uh, Thanksgiving would happen during Christmas and it would happen during New Year's. So it's like the holidays were oh, always wow. a busy time for me. Um, so now yeah. it's interesting that like, it's been very mellow. It's like been very laid out. Like I even told my buddy, like I told him, I was just like, cause he has to work. He has to work that Thursday or that Friday, I guess I should say. So his his schedule is from three in the morning till eleven in the morning. I know we got all fucked up um, schedules like, over here. A, like eleven Thanksgiving Day or like the next. Yeah, so like he goes in. Okay. He goes in Thursday from three to eleven in the morning, but then he has to go in on mm-hmm. Friday from three to eleven in the morning. So like there isn't like he can't just like oh I'm yeah. gonna fucking go out and do like he doesn't have any family out here like. uh and so it's like, uh, like last year we hung out with my family. So it's just kind of like, well, now we're both kind of going to be working and busy and shit. So why don't we just do our own thing? And I suggested it. I'm like, dude, if freaking Cracker Barrel's open, we'll just go get some fucking meatloaf <laughs> yeah. and fucking hang out at Cracker Barrel. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. as far as this week goes, like I said, I'll, I'll be doing some like random streams uh, as always. We should be finishing up going on tonight um, and moving on to the next one, which is what I'm excited for. But I don't know how it's going to turn out. Um, I'll be playing Mystical Ninja zero which is a playstation 2 japanese okay. exclusive that never came out to the states Jesus um Christ. yeah okay. and they got fan translated and stuff like that so that should be fun um hmm. and then uh thanksgiving i gotta work and then i've been doing a lot of background stuff for like the channel like that i'm gonna be upheaval uh upheaving or whatever upheaving upgrading just puking it everywhere yeah basically so long story short it's like i've kind of found like the direction i want to take the channel in um, with everything that's been happening, I've been streaming on going on two years now and I'm like, all right, I think I found what I want to use this channel for, like how I want to utilize it and what's going to be the case. Um, and I've got four charities in mind that I want to do next year. So like I've been doing oh, charities. Of- I thought you said cherries. I'm like, what does no, that mean? No, in charities. Terms? Yeah. What? Charities. Charities. <laughs> so I got four yeah. charities that I want to work with, uh, next year and stuff like that. Um, that I've been working on the background with like my mod team and just getting things set up. Like. Um, as far as like the dates, 
what uh, charities were going to be uh, helping out and stuff like that. And yeah, just a lot of like background stuff it's, uh, that I'm doing with that. And then maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll start up Cowboy Bebop. Like maybe I'll start up Cowboy yeah. Bebop, the live sure. action, and praise it for how amazing it is. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll mm-hmm. see where that goes. I'm glad I forewarned you, though, because, yeah, you got to maybe set aside time. I did yeah. not expect those episodes. Yeah, I, I was not expecting there, yeah. that either. So now I know what I'm doing yeah. on Wednesdays and shit. So that's yeah. probably what I'm going to end up having to do. But other than that, yeah, like I got nothing else going on. Like I said, it's going to be very mild. I don't think I'm doing any Black Friday shopping. Um, Albit, like maybe a couple of game passes or like a, like gold plus whatever and shit because they always go on sale. Like Xbox. Yeah, that was usually and... when I would upgrade my gold or my PS Plus is like yeah. on that day because it'd be half off, even though I'd sit there with the code. But yeah. then eventually they let you add it's a stack. Just pile it up, so yeah. That's nice. And um and I haven't seen the I know Sony's got a uh Black Friday sale going on right now and I still haven't looked oh, into probably. it. So. Jesus Christ. So we'll see. But yeah. Oh boy. But that's that's it for my week, so I really don't got anything else going on. So I think that that'll that's do, good. Scotty. That'll do. That'll do. That'll do. That'll so, do. Folks, to yeah, uh, all, thank you, yeah, everyone. For everybody that came in, uh, hung out, and all that stuff, and to the audio listeners, uh, we wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Um, if you are international and don't celebrate happy Thanksgiving, uh, then happy Thursday to you. Um, yeah, continue <laughs> to laugh at us as we get trampled for no fucking reason. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, most likely next week it'll just be you and me again. So let's go. We got to set aside yeah, three hours, and I'll be on time, hopefully. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> You'll wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Deuces, everyone. Deuces. See you.